0: We got an interesting development in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse. It may not seem like that big of a deal, but I think it strikes the heart of the conservative argument against Kyle. No, no, no. Hear me out. Kyle Rittenhouse has a gun charge. People were arguing that he was too young to have a weapon. And now the legal team has filed a motion to have those charges dismissed. And it may be the case that that charge is bunk anyway. If that one is, is out, then there's literally no argument against Cobra and anyway. Clearly it was self-defense. Some, many people on the left have even said, well I shouldn't say many people, but some people on the left have actually admitted that it was self-defense, or at least begrudgingly said it was some kind of conflict. Although the left is a- adamant about locking this guy up, in my opinion, if this gun charge goes out, I'm not a lawyer, we'll talk to one, but it seems like the only way he'd actually get convicted at this point is if it's political, which very well may be the case. But, I've heard arguments from conservatives the gun charge was the one that made sense. Now it may may actually be uh it may be out we'll see how politics plays in the role oh, plays a role in this, but joining us today is former lawyer for Kyle Rittenhouse, John Pierce, and you're also the founder of the n c l u that's right the
1: uh national constitutional law union the uh, n c l u and that's n c l u dot com and the best way to think of it is essentially the a c l u for the rest of us or what the a c l u used to say that it does yeah, and that's sad. Uh, yeah, no, it is. It's, uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's tragic and it's, there's a vacuum and that's why I stepped into it because, you know, the only way that we protect our constitution in the long run, um, and get out of this, uh, sort of tyrannical, uh, downward spiral that we're in is to fight very hard for people whose constitutional rights are violated. Um, and make no mistake, even though you know i'm a conservative um uh this is not a conservative organization it is not a republican organization it's what it's what the aclu used to say that they did right which was to protect, protect everyone's constitutional rights and that's what that's what we plan to do
0: right on uh, and we also have a lot to talk about in terms of january 6 as well yes sir so i i believe that i represent uh, by far most of the
1: more january 6 defendants than any other lawyer in the country i believe the count right now is at 13 um and growing uh there's a lot of folks that uh need help and uh
2: Lot to talk about on that case. We got
1: to go through all that stuff. That's important stuff, right? Absolutely. We got Ian
3: Gillen.
2: Jeez, yeah. Hey, Ian Crossland, man. What's up? How you doing, Ian? uh, thanks for coming, ma'am.
1: Absolutely. And I do, I do have to say congratulations to everyone on the Cassandra Fairbanks acquisition. Uh, Cassandra, <laughs> I, I, I consider Cassandra essentially the best journalist, uh, in the country right now. Amazing person. And she just does such great work. So it's amazing to see you all team up.
2: Yeah. She's like literally, well, not literally a rock star, but very <laughs> close. In my, you know, I'll, I'll, in my I'll, mind, she's there. Yeah. I'll say this of
0: Cassandra on Twitter. She certainly is feisty, but her, her reporting is, is top notch. It's straightforward. It is, I would say, it's usually very straightforward and well-researched and well-sourced. Everything
1: I see, Cassandra Wright, to me, looks uh, spot on. Uh, She is feisty on Twitter. You kind of have to be (laughs) feisty on Twitter when you get hit. You kind of have to hit back ten times harder or else uh, you're going to get eaten up. So I kind of like it. Right on.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm in the corner as well as you have come to expect me to be. I'm very delighted because we have an air conditioner now, and that means none of us are going to be shiny and sweating anymore. Yeah, the fans are gone. It's quiet. Oh, man. We, we got so a
0: special bad. AC unit installed because oh, um, we, we foolishly put the studio in the highest point of the Oof. house. <sighs> the H- the AC is working, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's <laughs> amazing. And it's, it's one of these ultra-quiet units, but mm. we're moving into a new sto- studio probably in the next month or so. It's going to be way better. Yeah, the table is going to be attached to the Spacey. ceiling. Still looks like you have a ceiling. little bit of work to do, but it does look oh, like it has. They just <laughs> started today. Just started oh, today. Wow, okay. So, but yeah, the table is going to be attached to the ceiling. How about that? I think it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. and, I mean, we have and that. if it falls, it makes for a great episode. That's they great. won't be able to <laughs> fall. Be part of the ceiling. I guess ceilings typically don't fall. So typically that's
2: right. Really yeah. There's a secret room in there, is that right? No. Like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, were you messing with oh, me? Yeah. What are you talking about, Ian? There's no secret room. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a secret if that was the case. Yeah. I know nothing about any room. I think such we just ripped the so. wall out and have it be double the size.
0: Ian's talking about a small crawl space where the cat used to break into. Oh yeah. That's I think how they Tim got lied to me earlier
2: today. No.
0: What? Oh, I thought you were. I thought you
2: were messing with me earlier. When no, you... there's
0: like a crawl space where, with where the, uh, the AC unit is. The cat used to break into. Yeah. Yeah, she used to
4: come up. All with right, it. all right. Anyway, Tim, nope, let's cats. go deep.
0: <laughs> Don't forget though, we are growing. Go to timcast.com, become a member. And you can help support the very important journalism that we do here, like this one where it says, Young Turks mocked as the shills for the establishment they are. If you're not a fan of the Young Turks, you'll probably appreciate that segment. But uh, we're usually not that bombastic. But as uh, as John noted, uh, noted, we have Cassandra Fairbanks, who's writing articles. We just hired a ton of people. We have a bunch more writers. We're going to have a, a a Paranormal Mysteries, kind of unexplained show coming up with a new editor coming on to produce that show. And as a member, you'll get access to that as well. But don't forget... You can also like this video right now, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's jump into this first story. It's from Newsweek. Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer asked judge to dismiss charge he was too young to have a gun. Rittenhouse's attorney filed a motion asking the judge to dismiss the charge that he was too young to possess a gun under Wisconsin's law, arguing that Rittenhouse's assault-style rifle doesn't fall under the definition of the prohibited short-barreled shotguns and rifles. Mark Richards also filed several other arguments. Including a dismissal of a video from July 2020 that prosecutors filed motions last week asking a judge to allow his evidence. Prosecutors said the video shows Rittenhouse hitting a teenage girl in the back of Kenosha's waterfront, but Richards argued the altercation is irrelevant to the case. Richards has similarly argued that prosec- against prosecutors, claiming Rittenhouse has an affiliation with the Proud Boys, which is a well, I love how they just say this is a far right extremist group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Okay. Well, we are we're hanging out with John Pierce now. You are not a lawyer for uh, Rittenhouse anymore that is correct but you were telling me about this gun charges one of the reasons we want to talk about it you said it was it was total bs it's nonsense but now just just to give some people context who might not be familiar they're charging him with what with murder right uh there there, there are multiple homicide charges i mean it's been a while since i've looked at the you know the right, actual right. charges but yes for those that for whatever reason don't know what happened there were there were there was ongoing rioting in kenosha wisconsin kyle rittenhouse was there he had a rifle he was chased by some men uh, we've actually had Richie McGinnis witness. Actually, we've had Richie and a bunch of other people who are on the ground and witnesses to what happened. Richie laid out everything experienced. Richie's actually the journalist who took off. He took off his shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to render aid to one of the guys who got shot. He watched it all. And the gist of the story was that several of the riders had set a dumpster on fire, were pushing it towards a gas station. Kyle or someone from his group put the fire out, enraging many of the riders. Kyle was chased. As he was running away, he heard a gunshot because a man standing in the street fired a gun. Actually, initially people thought the gun was fired up into the air, but there are some reports now that it was actually fi- fired towards them. Either way, Kyle hears the shot, turns around. When this guy ru- lunges for his gun, Kyle fires in self-defense. The guy goes down. Kyle then runs to go get help. He's chased by someone saying, what happened? He says, "I'm go-, on video you see this, he says, I'm going to get the police someone yells something about get him that's the guy he's then chased knocked to the ground and some guy runs up with a skateboard tries to grab the gun and kyle fires upward and it goes into his heart that guy goes down he's dead well he hit him in the skull with the skateboard which right then could right. have killed kyle first of all, so the yeah. guy with the with the board actually yeah right, right
1: here with the sharp edge of the skateboard he, he was
0: right. he, he was under full-scale assault the entire time and the next guy who came up had a gun Absolutely. He had a gun and tried grabbing the gun from Kyle and took, uh, 223 to the bicep. I believe it was his right bicep? It was his right bicep. It he, vaporized. He had a, he had a, he had a Glock that he was about literally yep. a, a half a second from bringing down
1: to execute Kyle while Kyle was sitting on the street. Ky- Kyle simply fired
0: that shot a half a second before he got executed by, wow. by that person. The guy was holding the gun. The guy and, was holding the gun. And you know, the guy actually said, uh, I want to be careful here because of the litigation around this. But my understanding—I could be wrong—he actually said that he should have shot him. Like later, in an activist
1: rally, said something to that effect.
0: I, I, I think. I mean,
1: I think it was at, a, at, a, at his hospital room when he was talking right. to one of his friends. He said something to the effect that his only regret was that he didn't uh, shoot him and empty his entire magazine into
0: go That right there. Kyle was uh, 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 he was a local resident. People say he crossed state lines. Yeah, what he lived what twenty miles away. It's a uh, suburb. He, he, he literally lived right acro- right across he there. Yes, he worked in the Kenosha area. Yeah, he worked he, in Kenosha, and he was and he was there the night before. He didn't
1: he didn't he not crossed state lines with any weapon. That's nonsense. Right,
0: right. So what ends up happening now is you have the left saying he killed these activists. He was hunting them down. He's a white supremacist. It's, it's absurd. It's absurd. And anybody who goes to the evidence knows that's not true. But there were many conservatives saying, well, but he wasn't supposed to have a gun. He's underage. Now we're hearing that they want to get that dis- the current lawyers want to get that dismissed and you're saying it was BS anyway so let's break that down what what that, do you mean by that?
1: that that charge is absolute nonsense uh Mark Richards is a terrific lawyer um, I'm I'm proud to say that I'm the one that got him uh you know kind of retained on that case he's he's doing a great job he will do uh, a great job um Wisconsin is an open carry state Um, the type of, uh, uh, AR 15 that Kyle had that night, which is a long barrel AR 15, uh, is completely legal in that state. Uh, it's legal for Kyle to have had possession of it, um, at that age. Um, the, 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 if the, that rifle had been shorter, potentially there may have been an an argument under that statute that there's an issue. Also, if I recall correctly, uh, you know, there's a, there's a very strong argument, and I think Mark made it in his motion, that, you know, that statute relates to various sort of hunting, you know, re- regulations that have nothing to do with that case. Uh, that, that charge should be dismissed. It never should have been brought. None of these charges should have been brought.
0: But that, that charge, that charge should go away. Mark Richards is absolutely correct that that charge should be dismissed. It, it was interesting seeing, uh, even a lot of conservatives on Twitter mentioning that maybe, you know, Some people said he shouldn't have had the gun, and they're going to get him because if in the process of committing one crime, someone dies, you get charged for that. And then people said you're allowed – even if you're not allowed to have the gun, picking up a gun in self-defense or having one in self-defense is exempt. There's a lot of arguments about it, but I guess none of it matters because the law itself doesn't even apply to what Kyle was doing.
1: That law law does not apply to that weapon. It it does not apply in the context of what happened. The charge should not have been brought. This this is a totally, totally political – Persecution. It's not even close. It's not even close. This this case uh, needs to be dropped. If somehow, some way, you know, the, these these political, uh, you know, Soros-funded prosecutors in in Kenosha, Wisconsin, get some kind of of conviction against Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, it, it will be a travesty, and it will go a long way towards eviscerating the right of self-defense for that all of us have.
0: I, I agree. Now, I've said in the past, though. I mean, so this looks like any any rational argument that a reasonable person might presume is is out the window. Most, we, we had a, a leftist on who said, he, he actually, uh, this guy Destiny, he got suspect, he got kicked out of the Twitch partner program for saying that it was the clearest case of self-defense he had ever seen. And this is a leftist who said this. No. I mean, this is a guy we had in here and he was defending critical race theory and social justice and all that stuff. We clearly disagreed, but he was like, oh, come on. We've all, if you're it, being honest, you saw the video, you know it was self-defense. It, it, it,
1: it's, in, it's in fact virtually a perfect case of self-defense because on, <laughs> a, on every, on every element of, of, of a, of, of self-defense, it's not it's not just that, that he meets the standard I mean he exceeds it by orders of magnitude um, like he was running away like he was running away <laughs> like like, like, like people were trying to kill him at every moment like they were trying to take his rifle and you know uh, right. shoot him with it like they uh like the like the individual you mentioned literally had a glock in his hand that he was
0: bringing down who later expressed it was his who later desire expressed. to just unload yeah. into the guy uh, and and someone fired first it's it's yeah. mind blowing. Oh, absolutely, from behind him,
1: uh, in, in in his direction, they attempted to ambush him, and 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 when Kyle turned around, uh, Joseph Rosenbaum uh, was coming at him at full speed and was literally right on top of him, lunging for the for the barrel of the weapon, as, as as Richie has noted.
0: This is crazy. That it's kind of how how did this how did it end up that he got he's being charged with these things.
1: I mean look th- th- this is look this is why uh the George Soros of the world are very very dangerous. I mean pro- prosecutors local and federal have extraordinary discretion. Uh you know George Soros for all of his flaws is no idiot uh and he has gone a long way in places like Philadelphia and in Los Angeles with this Gascon guy out there. Is it Chesa um, Chessa Bowden as well? Yeah, I believe that's right. I mean they're, Tim they're Fox. Yeah it, it's 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 a very very dangerous I mean, physically dangerous thing for the citizens of these cities because these, because they are essentially choosing outright and announcing that they're not going to be prosecuting all manner of crimes i mean for example in san francisco and you know california essentially they've said
0: they will not prosecute uh shoplifting crimes if it's a value of (laughs) under like nine hundred dollars i mean so you 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 see do you see the neiman marcus video i did not it's just like 10 people running out of the building full speed carrying stacks of stuff well that's That's nine thousand dollars worth of stuff without prosecution i mean maybe you can call (laughs) it a conspiracy But no one's enforcing it. There's another video that just just started going viral where it's people walking and filling up bags casually with no masks on, just filling them up, and then just walking out the door. Wow. It, 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 that, it's not rocket science to anticipate the
1: the impact that these sorts of policies and these sorts of prosecutors will have on, on the complete breakdown of law and order in these cities. Um, and it's happening. And, uh, you know, regular Americans see that it's happening. And and the left uh, may think – may underestimate regular Americans.
0: But I I, I believe they're going to get punished severely um, at the ballot box as a result now, of this. Now, after Chauvin, I said Kyle's going to get life. That's what I said. After, after I watched it happened with Chauvin because – you had, you had a few a few uh, very important points there that the defense tried getting the venue changed because of the riots, and the judge said everybody in Minnesota knows who this guy is. There's no venue where he can go, and that to me is astounding because it was an admission that there would be no fair trial, in which case case is dismissed, free to go, because we don't lock people up unless they get a fair trial, unless we go through due process. When, when that happened, then you saw the, the, the jurors being led into the courthouse with – armed men to protect them from the extremists that have been attacking Brooklyn Heights I think it was our Brooklyn Center Brooklyn Center yeah uh Clearly, these people were being influenced, and they even admitted it after the fact, saying that they were scared well you had Ma- you,
1: you had Maxine Waters show up right in the middle of it, you know, demanding that everything continued to burn if there wasn't the quote unquote right uh you know verdict you had you know joe biden uh who's advocating for the you know, quote unquote correct or right verdict, and his excuse was that well, jury deliberations had started, so therefore they're sequestered, so you know that won't <laughs> impact things i mean this is the, the, these these are things that are fundamental i mean the 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 criminal and civil jury system in the united states uh is so fundamental to our freedoms it goes back you know to the magna carta uh etc yeah, yeah. the jury is the, la- the along with you know sheriffs at different times and different circumstances the jury is the last bastion of protection uh for people who are you know wrongfully charged um i look i will say i i've i'm a jury trial lawyer that's what i do um i, I have immense uh faith injuries um that show of trial was very concerning um but Ky- kyle is totally innocent and i have complete faith uh that that jury is going to find it the right but
0: verdict. you think like i, I there's going to be riots the, the jury is going to be sitting there staring saying who wants to be the the, the, the martyr they're going to say not me i have complete faith that that jury is going to come back with the right verdict
1: i i, I the, the case is so the case is so clear I don't see, and I don't
0: see a Wisconsin, an American jury coming back with any other result. You know that the big difference between that and Chauvin is with Chauvin, there was big arguments about the amount of force, whether or not Chauvin should have st- kept his knee on his back or neck or whichever you 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 perceived it as that he should have rendered aid immediately when when Floyd stopped moving. So there's there's arguments. Well,
1: the and, and look, of, of course, with look with Chauvin, you have the 800 pound gorilla of the of the of the nine minute video right, that is shown over and over and over again. Right? That that's an extremely uh it's a tough video, uh it's a tough video to watch and it's a tough piece of evidence to overcome. Kind of the co- the converse uh I think you have with with Kyle, which is it's probably the first uh, you know, uh criminal trial in history where it's literally as if uh you were watching the Super Bowl and there were a hundred different angles of high definition right. <laughs> video of everything that was happening that you can sync up. There is there is simply no way around the conclusion that there was one hundred percent perfect self defense.
0: Yeah, but you could still get a jury that just says, I'm not falling on that sword. I have complete faith in Mark Richards' entry. Right. Alright, alright. Yeah. I, I think it'll be particularly interesting. But, uh, let's, let's, let's jump to this next uh, subject, sure. uh, January 6th, because, you know, we're talking about George Floyd. Somebody tweeted something about conservatives and the double standard. There was some conservative who said something about, you know, why don't we know who killed Ashley Babbitt? We should have this information released immediately with George Floyd. We got this big show trial in the press. And then someone said, like, how are conservatives not understanding you know, the 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 differences between George Floyd and Ashley Babbitt. They were like, it's a double standard that they don't care about Floyd, but they only care about her because they're racist. And I said, Ashley Babbitt wasn't chewing on a speedball behind the wheel of a car and then actively resisting police. I'm like, I'm not, not saying that, you know, George Floyd deserved or any of that should have happened, but Ashley Babbitt stood up and looked through a window and took a bullet to the neck, right? So that's, so, so look, I mean, there are some, uh, so first
1: of all, I pray for, for Ashley Babbitt's family, and I pray for them, uh, to obtain the justice, um, uh, that they, that they deserve. Uh, there's all kinds of strange things going on with everything related to January 6th. So, specifically with requ- with respect to what you just mentioned, uh, you know, was she shot in the stomach? Was she shot in the shoulder? Was she shot in the neck? There, there's basically three different stories uh, mm. that have come out. Uh, you know, from from the medical examiner, from 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 the media, um, etc. Um, you know, the the uh, chief of the Capitol Police, who either resigned or was ousted a couple days uh, after the event. Uh, a few weeks after his his firing or his resignation wrote a eight-page letter i think his name is steven sunlin wrote an eight-page letter to nancy pelosi essentially you know writing about what happened that day in sort of an act after action review um th- th- there is no mention whatsoever of the ashley babbitt shooting in that letter wow whatsoever i mean what why is that How how is that possible I, yeah. I, I mean um um so uh uh yeah now, now as to the as to the but I will say, look, the, the truth is is going to come out about everything that happened on January six. It is going to take some time, but the 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 true January six commission is going to be what happens in those Article three federal courtrooms whenever we try these cases. I I I represent thirteen of these people, and I will tell you that I am we we are taking every single one of these cases to trial. Uh, we are going to expose exactly what happened that day, how it happened, who's behind it, what happened, um, Etc. cetera. Uh, with respect to the double standard, um, you know, I, obviously I need to be a little bit circumspect about the way I talk about the particular cases that I'm a lawyer in. Um, and, you know, juries will decide, uh, you know, what the, wh- the outcome of those cases. But what a lot of Americans are saying, and I think it's undeniable and it's self-evident, is that, uh, you know, where are the pre-dawn raids to round up the hundreds and hundreds of people, the, the Antifa folks, who burned down Kenosha and Portland and Minneapolis and Los Angeles and, in effect, held a federal courthouse under siege in for Portland months, for, for over 100. for over
0: a 100 days, including yep. attempting, not very effectively, but attempting to burn it down. Well, they broke in several times. Oh, they, yeah. they, used, they used some kind of welding tool to cut through the locks. Yeah,
1: and, and, and they tried to burn it down when, when human beings were inside. Yep. Okay. So, you know, we, we have pre-dawn raids with, uh, AR-15s where there are three-year-olds in the house, you know, with folks like, um, you know, 73-year-old pastors who are Vietnam veterans with no criminal record. Um, wh- where is the priority to, to protect like regular American cities? Um, and I think that it's just self-evident and a lot of Americans see that there is a, there seems to be a dual standard of, of justice right now. And that is a, think about how dangerous a thing that is. A, a, a fundamental precept of the American system, the American idea, the American constitution is that there is equal justice under the law. When the faith in that idea, uh, starts to crumble and in fact, I would say starts to be shattered as it is right now, that's a very, very dangerous thing for a free society and a constitutional republic to hold together for very long.
2: I watch rich people just walk on, on, Law. I mean, when Hillary Clinton's email scandal dropped, she was a secretary of state and was involved in getting Sidney Blumenthal in Libya, like some of the most criminal actions of getting us into a war in Libya, uh, directly against Obama's direct order that she can't work with Sidney Blumenthal. She worked with him anyway. Like, well, she
0: destroyed can't. public records and got away with it.
2: Class- classified. Including right. classified. So yep. equal protection under the law.
0: I'm sorry, it was, it was something about it. yoga or whatever. Yeah,
1: they were talking about yoga and birthday parties. And of course, you, <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you as you probably as you as you probably noticed, the journalist who essentially broke the story of Loretta Lynch meeting with um, Bill on the tarmac um, has you know been suicided. Um, so uh,
0: that, that one's that, well, the, the 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 journalist who broke the story. This one, this this one, I I don't think you know I people look too much into this. It, there was an anchor, he reported the story. He he wrote on that story for years. Yeah, he wrote a book about it. I don't I don't look too much into that. It, it would that doesn't it doesn't make sense for me for me that would be a conspiracy anyway. I think sometimes people you know what I think we we talked about this on the show. Here's a guy who breaks this story. Turns out to be one of the biggest stories. He then rides on that for a year or so, telling everybody, "Oh, I'm the guy who reported." it. But he's just a guy who talked on TV about it. Yeah, he writes a book about it. He then does a book tour about it. Two years go by. Dude's got nothing left. I I I think. I don't think there's like we're going to wait 6 years and then retaliate against him. No, yeah. I think it's a guy who almost touched the sky and then, you know, with all due respect to his family and I know the sad story, but I just don't see it. But, look, look obviously I have no first-hand knowledge about it. I I I just do know
1: there is a lengthy, you know, count of of of, of uh, deaths and suicides in the in the Clinton past. I
0: I and, I I know. I think that's all exaggerated. Yeah. I've looked through so much of this. This this like this idea of the Clinton stuff and there's like a bunch of memes and i'm like there was one where it was like an accountant at a firm that once worked with the clintons i'm like come on dude yeah. the firm's got 3000 employees or whatever you, people really stretch it you know what, what you got to be careful of is is the confirmation bias in that this this guy reported a story like 6 6 years ago and then like what are we supposed to assume that the clintons like in 6 years time we'll get our revenge and and, and expose ourselves to massive risk for no reason but, a, a bunch of these these stories that come out about the clintons are like strange, circuitous connections that I think are but, just silly.
2: But the, the email thing is not. That's the a email thing's legit crime. It was a crime that she committed that she wasn't charged for. And um, Loretta Lynch was basically investigating that, right? She was in charge. She was what, the attorney general or something yeah. at the time. And, and then, then Bill Clinton went and met with her and had a conversation off the record that people could see happening. And then the charges got dropped. Is that what it was, or the, the, investigation, the investigation didn't go th- didn't go forward?
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, J- James Comey ha- held a very sort of uh, famous or infamous you know press conference in which he went through sort of you know fifteen minutes of talking about you know how uh, sort of reckless and negligent and bad this was about the emails, and then uh, sort of surprisingly at the end, sort of dropped the bomb that uh, you know uh, it didn't rise to the level of her being prosecuted or whatever. Uh, but you know that that's not something that that's not something that FBI directors um, do. Um, you know, right. they, 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 they have, they have an investigation. They make a recommendation to the Department of Justice, um, you know, as to the evidence, and then, uh, that proceeds. Um, that was odd to say the least. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: 2016 was one heck of a weird year. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like reality just broke. A lot of people like to mention that the surge, CERN large hadron, CERN large hadron collider went off. Right. And then, you know, we get these, these, this, the whole universe is in disarray. But I, I want to mention something too. Sure. A lot of people don't understand. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who want to believe in a lot of conspiracies. You'll see like a meme photo and they'll list a bunch of names and then draw lines and connect them. Okay. I actually go through those names and I look up the records of the individual where they worked and I've looked into a lot of those memes and I'm like, it's just, you could, you could draw this, you could, you could do that to almost any, any person in a high profile position. There's this new one going around where, um, the San Francisco gay men's choir, they recorded this video where they said, we're coming for your children. And it's a creepy video. I think it's, it's really creepy and purposefully antagonistic, like to an, to an extreme degree where they started getting serious hate. They took the video down, but 4chan's coming out and digging up their names from the choir and then connecting them to the sex off- offender list. I also started. I was like, okay, let's see, like if some of these things are true, and they do these memes, they show the name, they connect the line, and then I, th- these, it's just, it's it, it's not legitimate, it's 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 not real. Uh, far be it for me to say that fortune has got it wrong, but they certainly don't have enough evidence yet. Yeah. So you got to be careful about these these meme things that go around because I've tried to dig up stuff on this, mm. and it's just not there. Look, I, I, look, I,
1: I used to be, you know, one of these people, uh, that whenever you would watch, you know, uh, the Oliver Stone movie, JFK, I'd think, well, that's interesting, you know, but I mean, you know, like, come on, you know, it, 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 was there really anybody else besides Lee Harvey Oswald, right? Um, I, I, I will just, I will just tell you that in, in, in light of the, the, the litigations I have been involved in, in the past, you know, four to five years, uh, with respect to representing George Papadopoulos, um, and Carter Page, you know, and Rudy Giuliani, and Tulsi, and Kyle, and and now January 6th. Um, um.
5: These last few years have not been easy on our economy, and with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684 or visit americafirsttaxgroup.com/tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or americafirsttaxgroup.com/tucker.
1: There's a, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of narratives that are turn out to be just completely and totally fake. And they end up being just destroyed after a period of you know three or four months, whether it be you know the sort
0: of the you know, right. the Russia 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 hoax, exactly, um, or you know they're well, those they're, are conspiracy theories too. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, and gotta, so you, unless you have the hard evidence that you can put out and you can definitively draw those lines, yeah, you know, I just say okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm just in in
1: in light of the in light of the the things that I am, you know. Learning as a lawyer, probably most involved in in the January six cases, and again, you know, we'll let juries decide uh, what happened there. Um, they're just they're just a lot they're just well, a with, lot of questions.
0: With respect to to Ashley Babbitt, we still don't know the name of the of the we individual don't. who fired on her who shot her.
1: Well, I mean, some people think that they know. Um, and,
0: and, and, we, and I've we, seen we, allegations, we, we, but nothing's been confirmed.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, I mean, yeah. there's they have not officially named um, you know, the you know the, the person the person who who fired that shot um and, and you know why why is
2: that i mean wh- where's, where's the explanation for why i that would is? say because as political imprisonment is a type of thing so it's political protection and both yeah and the issue the issue is
1: look the issue well look, and the issue the issue is if this was kind of you know look just i mean imagine i think i mean if it was converse uh in terms of the politics um oh, i don't oh, think i don't on. i don't think that um you know that guy that, would be like yeah. strung up yeah, in dc uh, exactly yeah
0: yeah. That that the name would not be you know, his house true. would be burnt Publicly to the ground his right. business Paraded. you know right oh yeah yeah right. they go after him like crazy I mean uh, in in there was a, there was a report from the New York Times where they went the Portland rioters where they're marching around stopped at some guy's house and then started like yelling at him for him to come out they threatened to burn down his home for simply waving an American flag so of course we know if there was a bunch of you know uh uh let's just call them pink hats. Like that when they shut down the, the, the congressional building that one time and they right. occupied – or when they're banging on the doors of the Supreme Court well, trying to get the door open if, if one of them yeah. took a hit.
1: Yeah. woof. Well, it's also, it's also like uh, – look at the Brett Kavanaugh uh, confirmation hearings. Right. Banging on the doors. They, 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 were, tr- they were trying to shut down that. Yep. L- you know they were trying to shut down that, and, and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're I mean, insurrection. We're, and, and by the way, let me, and let me touch on the insurrection idea, okay? Because that that just from a legal standpoint and a factual standpoint, I mean that 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 is nonsense. Uh Because <laughs> is, it, well, it is. I mean, hear hear me out. Which is just that that's an actual crime. I mean, insurrection is a crime. Yeah. Um. And and you
0: can be sure, you, can you be charged with insurrection? Absolutely. And none of them have been charged with insurrection. Zero. oh okay so so so, such so ridiculous theory, you know man. so so you can be
1: sure that if they if if the federal prosecutors felt like the elements of the crime of insurrection were met i'm i'm confident out of 550 cases and counting probably going up to close to a thousand at some point there would be some such charge
0: for those that are listening and not watching because we do the podcast uh john held up a zero something <laughs> yeah just none none uh you know we saw the capitol police they're expanding nationally i saw that I've heard some other rumors, too, but uh, just for now, it's like they're going to set up a couple offices. I have a I have a soft prediction in that I think once they get all of the people who are actually in the Capitol, they're going to go after material support. They're going to be like, our mission isn't over. we got to track down these extremists who are providing material support for these individuals who engage in insurrection, blah, blah, blah it 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 doesn't seem right now like there is much of an end in sight
1: um for for a little while there um it felt like and i'm not sure if if i felt like i heard this from from you know the doj or or from a prosecutor in a public hearing but it kind of felt like they were preparing to wind down with respect to uh rounding folks up you know that they might uh, charge another 100 or so folks and it might be you know 500, 500 600 that are charged it seems like they're almost reinvigorated uh right now with respect to to you know to, they need this they absolutely we need this, well uh, nothing. look, look the, the the I mean the country's obviously the country's not going you know very well with respect to you know inflation and with respect to foreign
0: policy and with respect to all kinds of things so you know there's a narrative that um they, uh, we got we got an election year coming. We do. Republicans are predicted by many to sweep. I mean I think even 538 is already saying the Republicans are expected to take control of the house. I I mean, I I would be. I'm not an expert. Then they'll impeach Biden. No, (laughs) they won't. They won't. Republicans are too. I'm
1: not an expert, you know, political analyst. Um, but I look. I mean, the regular people in the middle of this country see what's going on, on on every front um they all want a basic degree of law and order um they all don't want to see their you know gas prices go up to you know ten dollars or whatever it might go up to um you know they they all want to feel like we do not live in a authoritarian surveillance state and so so i so i i believe it's gonna be a huge um red wave in 2022 do you think
0: the republicans should impeach joe biden wasn't it marjorie taylor Greene? she was like she introduced a bill to impeach him already yeah, you know, that, 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 <laughs> I think that, more than once.
1: Yeah, I think I'd be reckless to say to say at this point. I mean, I, here's 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 the thing that's happening. It's bad in, in the last several years in this country. And, th- and this is what brought down the Roman Republic for sure, is is the is the is the um, weaponization of criminal law to attack uh, political opponents. Because what happens is that becomes a vicious, vicious Cycle that descends into, into violence and retribution very quickly because because the political pendulum will
0: swing naturally. What well, what 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 what's the inverse or what's what's the if if Republicans don't fight back, then basically Democrats just keep wielding power unethically. And- well, re- re-
1: re- look, Republicans have to fight back, and they you know metaphorically they have to fight back, and they have to fight back you know extremely hard on on every front. Um, but 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 I and they look and politics is a you know again metaphorically politics is a street fight, um, you know, and, and, and they have to be tough. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lawyer, uh, you know, I'm a huge believer in the rule of law. I'm a huge believer in our constitutional Republic, um, and in our constitution. And, um, you know, I, I believe that, uh, you know, the right conservatives, um, have to do it in a, in a proper way, because, you know, if it just goes back and forth, uh, with everybody just, tossing out the Constitution and just using every possible weapon to destroy their political opponent. I mean, there, there will be there will be no end to it. Joe it, Biden it. lied about
0: uh, being involved in business dealings with his son. Oh, we, no, we, oh we, I'm no.
1: Fa- I'm no. I'm no fan. There's photos of it. I'm no. I'm no fan. I'm no fan of Joe Biden we're, whatsoever. We're, we're, there, yeah, there, there are yeah, photos
0: yeah. of Joe Biden standing yeah. with Hunter Biden's business partners from Mexico. There's yeah. the communications. There's the witnesses. This is uh, well above and beyond. Oh, and sir, we, yeah. we we can't enter this period where we're like, yeah. you know, we have evidence that Joe Biden lied and was engaging in selling his name and power, yeah. but we're not going to impeach him because then we'd look like the Democrats for what they did to Trump unjustly.
1: Yeah. No. And and make no mistake. When when I say you know sitting here right now. Know, for me to advocate impeachment might be a little bit reckless what i what, I, what i'm saying is you know i i, ha, I haven't taken <laughs> i haven't personally taken the time to look you know to look at the you know the hard drive and to look at the actual evidence you know obviously i've heard a lot about that and if the and if the things that you know seem to be on the hard drive um are accurate, which, they th- which they seem to
0: be then yes impeach impeachment would absolutely be uh it's a it's a hundred percent matt taibbi dug into the ukraine stuff the, the, there was a, there was a criminal, there were multiple, I think at least a dozen criminal investigations into Mykola Zlachevsky and Burisma, and Joe Biden got him shut down, tit for tat, you don't want, if you want the money, you shut this the, down. The billion dollars. They mm. absolutely were going after Biden's interests. We know because of, uh, what, what was the name of the confidant? For the, the Biden family guy who came out?
4: I don't remember his name. Oh god, but yeah. go,
0: googly, no, uh, yeah, um, right. yeah. Matt, what was his name? B- Some <laughs> weird Bugli- name. Bubliano or Gugliano. Bubliano yeah, or, like yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Look, this, this confidant comes out and says— And he seemed, very, he
1: seemed extremely credible, by the way. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, but outside of that, because obviously I can't remember the guy's name, I'll discount that bit of evidence. But when I, I was covering a lot of this, I was looking at international news sources. I was fact-checking. I was looking at all of it. It is beyond a reasonable doubt. Zlochevsky flees the country there's an investigation. Biden says we got to get a new prosecutor because that one's corrupt. And he wasn't going after the corruption. The new prosecutor comes in. Bur- Burisma guy comes back to Ukraine. Wait. Investigations over. You're free to go. Your money's been unlocked. Don't worry. Papa Biden came in and saved your butt. Donald Trump gets in. Dude flees to Monaco. It's like it, you got to be a special kind of dumb or liar. So 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 we look at what what Donald Trump was accused of. Please investigate this crime. We must impeach him. They yeah. impeach him over it. Yeah. Now we actually see the photographs because of the laptop where Joe Biden is standing with his son's business partners. What did he say to us? I I have never talked to my son about any of this stuff. It is beyond a reasonable doubt based on the investigations that I've done. And there's still so much more evidence from that from that laptop that has not been released. I think Republicans should, first thing they should do is they get in and just impeach the guy. If and I, then let it all lay out in, in, in court. If, if, I, if, in I, the Senate trial. if I,
1: if I'm in Congress in 2022, I think, you know, I, there would be a very favorable ear, um,
0: um, coming, you know, from, from me on that front. Um, uh, so. Matt is no conservative. You know, and he wrote, he wrote it, he did, he, he investigated this and he said the claims that there were no investigation of this are just wrong. Like none of these people actually did any legwork. No, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. What did Twitter do with the laptops for an election? Well, that's a, well, election? That,
1: well, that, well, that's where I was going to kind
0: of go. That, with it's, this. It's, it, they're obviously lying. Yeah, well, look, the, 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 the look,
1: it's to the point where uh, you know it, it's it's. I, I think it's criminal. You know, conspiracy that the big tech companies are are involved in, uh, likely with foreign um, powers, uh, to decide uh, to to just to just cover these things up i mean for for them for for, i mean for for them to make the new york post story about the laptop just go completely dark for uh you know whatever it was a couple weeks or a month before the election i mean mean, a couple weeks after yeah i mean mean, like you know what is that other than blatant interference with the the election
2: domestic (laughs) uh that they're colluding with domestic powers would that also be criminal or is that legal then because it's american cia or whatever
1: I gotta tell you, it's not my, it's not, uh, my field of expertise with respect to the law or anything, but what it, but what it certainly, like, it's got, it's got to, it's got to be in violation of some, uh, federal criminal statute for, uh, you know, for, for a private, uh, entity, uh, to intentionally try to cover, uh, some of that stuff up. What, what, what actually, as I speak out loud about it, I think one legal theory that has started to come to the fore, which I think is probably a good one, is that it's actually a campaign finance violation. Um, be, be, because, be, be, and I think there've been lawsuits filed about this because, because they are, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not a campaign finance expert, but, but certainly what it seems to be is them providing a, a an in, an in-kind contribution right. to the campaign that is, I assure you, uh, was probably not reported and it was, you know, probably,
2: worth I, it. I, I
0: think it's, it's, it'd be more criminal. Um, suppression is different from promotion. You know, if, if they're pro- promoting an ad about Biden for free, then you can argue they're giving them an in-kind donation suppressing negative news that's something else that is causing i mean you, you, you've got some civil torts there i suppose with harming the new york post under false pretenses and defaming the new york post why the new york post should, should have sued for defamation when they said it was hacked that, materials and the post said repeatedly it was not hacked they, 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 they absolutely should have and obviously you know they still can right it's uh, not been that long. Yeah. I What's mean, the statute of limitations? Uh, since, it, like it, differs, it,
1: differ, it differs by jurisdiction. Uh, sometimes it's a year or sometimes it's two years. They still um, got time. It certainly, it's certainly at least um, a year. But, you know, like like we talked about, I mean, people like James O'Keefe have started to, you know, step up and start to sue, you know, these these companies. Um, uh, you know, it's it look, it's got to be those big organizations that have resources to do it because regular Americans, you know, can't do it. Yeah. All
0: right. So here's what we need. New York Post. Why aren't you filing defamation against Facebook and Twitter for claiming that the materials you had were hacked, even though you stated several times they were not hacked materials. They lied to the public and they used it as a pretext to cause harm to your business. You, you've got clear damages in the amount of views you lost based on the size of the story and the, the, the percentage of suppression on the story. If they said they're suppressing it, file file some kind of suit against them, go to discovery. I want to see their algorithms. I want to know what percentage you were suppressed. Hey, make that information public. Then we'll know how much money you lost then we'll actually have a claim against them or the people will actually get to see someone fighting back. Well, the New York Post hasn't done that. I don't know why. The other thing is Joe Biden should be impeached. Just, just bring it on. Republicans win in 2022. First day, the first thing that should happen, they should rubber stamp that impeachment, send it to the Senate. Hey, I'm not going to stand way of Joe Biden impeachment, but you know, they're going to they're love it. They're going to be like, oh no, now Kamala Harris is president. There's that too. Uh, you know, there's also the uh, sort of, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens.
1: Well, there's, there's also, you know, the 25th amendment lurking in the background. There's obvious, there's obvious, there's obvious, you know, health issues that are,
0: uh, you know, lurking in the background. Have you seen Um, the photo of Lori Lightfoot meeting with Biden? I'm not sure that I've. She's got this look on her face of just (laughs) like, like, oh no. And people, people, some people are claiming like, that look when you when, like people when people finally meet Biden, they realize this guy is broken. Like it's worse than we realize, it, it's,
1: it, and I think it, it it seems to have accelerated um, yeah. even since the even since the inauguration. I, I mean, you know, he's he's over there, you know, traveling in Europe. And I think he was giving a speech before the British military, and it's like literally a sentence can't be put together. Um, and that and that's. Um, he was able to say True
0: on a shabba de pressure." I mean, that, that, that's a hard word for <laughs> me to word, say. Yeah. What, what was the, what was the word again? True and on a shabba de pressure." I had to try really hard to figure out how to say that word, and then Is that let like alone, super right kind of, of, He said sure. it. Yeah. He said "trunin on a shabba de pressure." <laughs> he also said "battacap care"
2: perfectly. Yeah. True international something <laughs> under pressure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have true on a shabba de pressure." I'd like to. I'd like to hear him <laughs> rap. Voice? He could probably rap pretty well. No, no, but oh, uh, uh, he could give Eminem a.
0: True and not a shot of pressure. If um, he didn't say that intentionally, that's the point. If the, if the New York Except Post make it nine miles, right? Nine miles.
2: If the New York Post <laughs> went at Biden at, or sued uh, Twitter, rather, and then it came out that actually the CIA instructed us to do this, so now would Then they have immunity.
1: God, I mean, there's, there's so many, like, uh, fundamental, uh, <laughs> constitutional issues that it raises if the, um, if the, if the, if this national security state was involved in that,
0: I, I don't even know, uh, is it where to begin. Is it, isn't um, it true though that, uh, like, uh, Democrats in California were telling Twitter who to ban? Uh, well, I, I, I have, have to, that story. I,
1: I have heard that story and I have to believe it's probably correct, um, you know, uh, uh, I you know, again with some of these things. Um, I'm I'm I'm
3: so I'm so busy
1: with some of these cases that you know I I don't have time to do the same kind of you know re- research and and really look at the uh raw data. Um, you know that that might be useful. Uh, but but it would shock me
0: if that weren't the case. I I have to pull it up because we talked about it before. But basically, there were communications between Democrats saying like, "Hey, yeah. look at this," and they're like, yeah. "Oh, we'll get rid of it."
1: Look, I, look, I think there, there there there's no doubt that uh. Look, all of these things are, 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 are connected. I mean, I mean, the, the, radical left has overtaken, you know, essentially every major sort of institution in the country from academia to Wall Street to Silicon Valley to, you know, now, um. Federal you know, law federal enforcement. Federal, federal law enforcement. And, and, the, and, and was it Mark Milley? Oh, that's Joint Chiefs of Staff. Oh, Don't get me started. I mean, i love mm-hmm. to get, me, get started. That, that was, that was, dis, that was disgrace, that was disgraceful. Um, you know, I, I, as I mentioned to you before the show, I, I was, I served in the first cavalry division in the mid nineties and I was airborne and I'm extremely proud of that. And I, and I, and I love this country um, um, uh, for, for a four star uh, general to buy into this critical race theory, you know, Garbage That is so toxic and so poisonous and is tearing this country apart. Um, it, it just it just it, it's sickening. Um, you know, the, the the United States military has one job and one job only that is to close with and destroy the enemies of the United States.
0: You know, the the most worrying thing to me about what Mark Milley said was that it shows we have a four star general who is inept and incapable of critical thought. Right, so so, here's a guy who's supposed to be thinking and like analyzing the battlefield and instruct, you know.
1: But that should but that should not surprise you in the sense that um in a in a in a a, you know in a peacetime military. When I say peacetime, I mean you know a peacetime military with respect to great power conflict. Um, the the best and the brightest of the officer corps does not rise to the level of general. The best and the brightest of the officer corps, you know, serves their you know four years honorably and um then you know has the ability to go out and do some. More creative, interesting things in the private sector. I mean, you know the people who rise to level of general in the peacetime military. You know, as we classically know from the Civil War, are are, are political. Not, they're 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 political. They're they're PowerPoint. They they do PowerPoint presentations for a living. Ugh. Essentially, they do PowerPoint presentations for a living. So, what happens if a war breaks out? Well, we well, have we, we, right? we have major, major, major problems. I mean, look look historically um again you go back to the civil war i mean the union had massive problems with terrible generals in the beginning of the civil <laughs> war and it just you know, it's huge um and, and so you know um now with this sort of uh wokeness layered on top of it uh look th- there will be another major power conflict it will probably be sooner rather than later because of the weakness we now portray to the to the world um and we're going to ha- we're going to have a problem um because of because of the sort of the wokeness in in the in the in the pentagon and the attempt to you know make it a a social experiment diversity engineering you know training program or whatever whatever they're doing um it's it's bad
0: yeah so uh i mean if
1: if china i mean if china i mean if china invades taiwan tomorrow and don't be surprised if it's not too too
0: far away um uh let's hope they don't um but if they do i mean you know Let's 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 throw a little bit of Rome in there. Was there like a, a war conflict with Rome during their collapse? There was, right? Or yeah, was it Ju- barbarians?
2: Julius Caesar, and you might know even more about this, John, is, yeah. was uh leading his troops up north and he'd basically conquered all of Gaul. He was returning right. as like the hero of Gaul, and they were going to try and get him on political charges and put him that's away. Right,
1: that, that's right. So so what hap- so what started happening in the Roman Re- Republic is that is that um so when you were in Rome as a leader uh you were you were immune uh to kind of lawfare uh, you were not allowed to, you know, do this thing where you just bring like lawsuits and lawsuits and lawsuits Everything, um, um, but if you, but, but once you were out of, uh, power, you know, then, then they could do that to you and they started to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, Julius Caesar being seen as the threat, uh, that he was, um, and, you know, being outside of, of Roman territory and at that point being a military leader, not, um, uh, a tribune or, or anything like that, he, he was, like, he, you know he had the classic choice to make as to whether to cross the rubicon with his army um and, and 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 he made that choice because you know he was he was facing you know he was facing political and probably physical
2: extermination or he was going to win he's going to win or he's going to lose that was the thing about uh threatening to impeach and use political things to go after your political opponents is that eventually one of them is going to snap and that's what caesar did he crossed the rubicon which is basically the the Was it a wall or something? It's a river. It's a river.
1: I think it's more of a stream than a river, but it's very famous. (laughs) It's like
2: um, it protects. It it borders Rome, and it's symbolically, you are not allowed to bring military troops beyond the Rubicon. That's that's correct. That violates Roman. So, but he did it. He was like, you know what? It's either either I don't, and they arrest me and they destroy me, or I take control of the city. That's right. And and look, that's look at a certain at a certain at a certain
1: point when uh you know tyranny becomes extreme enough um it it creates the the the, the conditions you know for certain things to happen Um, What
0: what if we're in the calm before the storm a lot of people thought that 2020 was the time at which trump was facing all these charges so would he cross the rubicon the left is trying to claim that he did with january 6th but he clearly did not but what if 2024 is when you know because maybe trump said look we're gonna run again we'll run in 2024 and we'll win we're gonna win back the house we're gonna run again. We'll win. But what if what happens if something happens and Trump doesn't win? We have
2: I think social media. Mm-hmm. You can't take the capital that doesn't exist anymore. I like know, our government ridiculous. is decentralized now, so there's no place to march troops into. It have to be like some organized digital cyber. Uh, you'd, no,
0: you'd, have, you'd have to uh, shut down
2: all, all communications. Takeover. Yeah, it'd be crazy the chain of command organized be thing. I, What do you think? I cannot well, see look, one guy doing that well, right now.
1: I, it's, certainly 2024 is, I mean, we, you know, we used to say that 2016 was going to be one of the most important elections ever, and then 2020 was going to be one of the most important elections ever. 2024 is going to be.
5: Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. Engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to CarShield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save twenty percent. CarShield.com slash Carlson. That's CarShield.com slash Carlson.
1: Extremely, uh extremely uh, high stakes. Um, I, I I happen to believe that, and I I like Donald Trump. I'm a, I'm a big big Trump fan. I hope a, a, that he runs again. I think he has unfinished business, and I think he can turn the country around. I personally believe he is going to win by such a a massive margin in 2024 that you know we're not going to have um, issues. And I pray that. That's I, the case. I, I I agree. I agree. At least for
0: now. We'll see. It's very very early on. It is. We're in one of the worst years for political uh, uh, shows. So this is, this is for everybody you can understand. Um, I, I, tell people, like, the year after the presidential election, it's just like your lowest traffic, lowest ad rate. It's br- brutal. Then you get the midterm, which everything improves. Then you get the, 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 the campaign, the, the primary year for the presidential in the 2023. So then it's like everything picks back up and boy, our election year is great for political content, but we're in that, in that lull. So we have so much. I, I think you're going to have
1: a, I think you're going to have a really good 2024. I don't uh, think for I, your, I don't, Well, for your show, for sure. No, your, for I'm, not,
0: I'm I'm, I'm not entirely convinced. I think. People need to understand that 2016 was insane, how insane it was. I was in San Jose, and I watched this mob outside of Trump rally chase down some 16-year-old kid attacking that. him. Yeah. I saw a guy who got punched in the mouth because someone said he was a Trump supporter, but he was actually a Bernie supporter. I watched them shove an, old, an elderly couple in their late 60s to the ground, grab their MAGA hats, and set them on fire cheering. I watched a guy walking out going, yay, Trump. And a guy runs up with a bag and whacks him in the head with it. I filmed this video. gets a million mm-hmm. views in a day. That was, I think, 2015. Yeah. That's how insane things were. Then we get 2020. Look at what happened with January 6th. At the very least, a riot at the Capitol. Insane. And I keep telling people, I see no reason for this to de-escalate. Now you're getting the brunt of the, of the, of the federal government going after Trump supporters. Do you think people are sitting there just being like, well, it sucks, but I'm going to calm down. Or do you think they're being like, stop and leave me alone? Now, I'll tell you, my the funniest smear against me, the SPLC, posted this tweet of mine where I said something like, I think we've passed the point of no return. The bridge has been – the nation has been so divided we can never go back and civil war seems inevitable. And I was quoting a a story. I was actually quote tweeting somebody, and the story said that like far-right groups wear T-shirts calling for a second civil war. So basically, I'm like the news reported these far right groups are driving around demanding civil war. And I'm like, feels like a civil war is going to happen. And they criticize me for it as if it was my idea. Listen, it's gotten so insane in this country. It's bad. And right now we're in this lull year. Mm-hmm. So it feels like everything's maybe chilled a little bit. But look what they're doing with the, with the 1-6 commission. Look what they're doing with setting up Capitol Police offices. When we get in the midterms and the Republicans are looking like they're going to win, the Democrats are going to start ripping their hair out and banging their faces on the wall, screaming at the top of their lungs. 2023, when Trump gets back up on stage and says, ladies and gentlemen, I am running for president one more time. And everyone goes, "Ah," and screams, cheering, and they're throwing drinks in the air, whatever. The Democrats will start pulling their hair out again. It is going to be worse than we saw in 2016. It is going to be worse than we saw in 2020. I'm not entirely, I'm saying these things to be pessimistic. I'm saying there's going to be a conflict. Understand why? Maybe it will be like the scale of conflict. We don't know. But come on, I had, I I love this. I I've talked about the potential for civil war. There's been a bunch of studies. Some uh, national security experts. There was a story. I think it was in the Atlantic said that they estimated between 35 and and like 95 percent chance of a civil war in the United States. And I thought that was insane.
2: <laughs> it's like it, one to 99 percent chance. No, no, no. It's because the war.
0: because there was uh, uh like 16 people interviewed. There was a wide range of what they thought, but the average was something like 65 to 70%. So then I I have people say to me, they're like, so Tim, remember last year when you were saying that that, that we were headed towards a civil war? Yeah, what happened with that? And I'm like, a bunch of people rioted at the Capitol and they go, oh, I'm like, did you think that things calmed down since then? So a few years ago when I was like, man, if this stuff keeps happening, it's going to get worse. Now we've got the 1-6 stuff going on. They're going after all these people. Do you think that when they go after that little old granny where the, the cop holds the door open for her and threatens her? Or how about when the feds went to that Alaska woman's house and kicked her yeah, door or whatever? Wrong, is wrong? Wrong person. Wrong person. Yeah. Do you think regular people are sitting back like, this is fine? Or do you think people are being antagonized to the point where their brains are going to explode?
2: You made me think of that meme with a dog sitting in the house right. on fire going, <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Yep. I,
0: I, 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 t- I totally agree, uh, that the level
1: of intensity is being ratcheted up, uh, you know, to, to you know, to, to a very dangerous extent. And I agree that it will continue, uh, to do so in, in the current course that we're on, um, until, uh, 2024. So, so I, no, I, I, I totally agree with you that we're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to see, we're going to see the same kind of and probably more conflict during the election uh, than we did in 2016 and, and 2020. Yep. I, I just believe and I hope and I pray that you know Trump wins by such a margin um, that you know it kind of puts everything uh, you know a 49 state landslide. Hey, I, I really, I really think it could be. I really think it could be big. I, I think that you know, like you said, like you, I think you just said. I mean, regular. <laughs> I think the left t- terribly underestimates regular Americans, and I think when they think that they have an advantage, they press it and they overreach uh, very much.
0: But I, I've heard a lot. There's been a lot of historical comparisons. So I, obviously, we're talking about Rome and crossing the Rubicon. But I mean, are there really that many similarities, or is it just like a few things that people like to to reference? Right? You, you, you mean talked certain, about lawfare. You talk about oh uh, oh
1: oh no. Oh, look, I, I mean, I, I think it's. Uh, I forget who it is. I mean, one of my, my second or third favorite podcaster after you, uh, Dan Carlin has a podcast named, oh, uh, Hardcore History. Um, and it's really, you know, amazing. Um, and, and, uh, and he's, you know, big series on Rome, big series on Genghis Khan that he calls him that I love and Alexander the Great. I'm a huge, um, fan of, but he's fond of saying that, you know, I mean, history doesn't, necessarily repeat but it rhymes. Um and, and it rhymes because human nature, you know, is is eternal. Um and you know there are trends and forces that change uh you know there there are individuals that 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 rise to to uh significance who have such uh, a force of nature that they can, you know, alter things. So, you know, um you, you, you can't say, hey, we're exactly in a situation that uh, the Roman Republic is in and we're heading the exact same direction and outcome. Um but but there are there are definite, definite uh, similarities uh, for sure that we that, that we should that we should draw lessons from, you know, yeah. and, and try and try to avoid,
0: you know, certain. A lot of, lot of people have likened it to Weimar Germany. Yeah, some people have likened Reichstag. it, but some people have likened it to um, the Spanish Civil War. I, th- look, I think, I think the 19, uh, 30s, uh,
1: comparison to, you know, uh, to the, to the threat of, of the Third Reich is very apt in, in the following sense, which is, um, you know, and people are talking about this, some of them, uh, but I don't think enough are, but, but I, I, think that, I think that the Chinese Communist Party is, is, is an existentially, uh, dangerous threat to us and to freedom in the world right now. I don't think we're paying enough attention to it. I don't think we've been serious enough about it. I think we need to completely decouple from China and we need to, to isolate, to isolate them, uh, and and be, and be building an, sort of an alliance of liberty uh, that Steve Bannon, one of my other favorite podcasters, likes to say with you know nations like Japan and, and um, uh, India and um, Australia. And we need to be um, preparing for things with respect to that. One of the
2: things about the German uh, – how it reminds me of Weimar, Germany is the burning of the Reichstag, which happened right after Hitler got into power. I think it was 1933. Uh, the, the building, the capital, Parliament building burned down. And he blamed the that communists. Was, yeah, that, was a false, yeah. that was a false flag. Man. Apparently, no one's yeah. been well, able to prove, and right. they've done the math, and they're like, there's no way one guy could light the whole building on but fire. it's an American the conspiracy that- theory. So theories have arrived that he burned his own Reichstag down, and then used that as a reason to lock down the entire country and start stripping them of their civil what rights.
0: Was, what was the, 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 the special security bill that was passed because of that?
2: The, it, uh, the um, Appeasement Act? Is that what it's? No, no. The... Um, the the, the um, An I, act that was passed in Germany? Yeah. You know? I, I... The... the it's on the tip of my starts tongue. It starts with an A. You got it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know the answer. Enabling or... Act. Yep. The enab- Enabling the, the Act. The Enabling Act. That's there what it
2: was. Go. Ah, it was
0: so close. <laughs> <laughs> it <starts laughs> <with laughs> really I'm like, Abling Enabling Act. Mm. The Enabling Act. What a yeah, nice, that was, benign
2: name. Yeah, sounds good. That was
0: his excuse. He's like, we need more power. We need to start arresting people. And uh, we're watching similar things. And it's now, so like you said, th- doesn't re- it doesn't repeat. It rhymes. But then, a-, a lot of people come out and they're like, oh, Nazi Germany. I'm like, look, it's going to be different." But it's going to be similar in a lot of ways. What are we saying? We have an ideological faction demands purity. They are racial identitarians they want law based on race and they are
2: indoctrinating children. A lot of similarities there and then one right. six you've got I don't even like saying one six makes it sound like nine eleven uh-huh. but like this this thing I don't know that it was a false flag. I've heard that there were police officers involved with letting people into the building. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. Yes. That is a fact. Yeah. So that is, that is
1: a fact. I, they, I have one. I have one client named Alan Hostetter. Uh, you know, uh, former police chief from Orange County, and uh, he might be someone you want to have on a show someday to, to talk all about this because he's happy to talk all about it. But you know, he he, he is an individual. Um, you know, who, who seems to have had uh federal, federal, federal agents uh, around him for a long time um, leading up to january 6th um and so you know there's they're just
0: there's serious serious there's, questions there's numerous videos yep. where the police opened the door to allow people in, in one video a cop they were they, they were they were, ur- they were urging people yeah, sometimes they were letting people in sometimes they were urging cops are taking selfies think. with people mm-hmm. they're like hey in one video a cop says don't agree with it but i agree with your right to protest as people walk past them waving.
2: So it could have been just mass disorganization, or it could have been intentionally like, hey, we can use this think, as an excuse to impose I think a lockdown.
0: I think y'all are missing the bigger picture. The police were in on it. Each and every one of those Capitol Police officers Damn, were like, oh, we're going to let all of our Trump MAGA friends in the building. <laughs> so each and every one of these cops, why aren't they being investigated? Why aren't they being indicted?
1: So, so I so I will tell you, um, we're going to put a lot of uh, Capitol Police officers uh, on the witness stand when we try these cases. Um
0: Why did you open the door for these people? That's a pretty good cross-examination question, yeah. too. Yeah. It really but is. Does the jury hear that question? What's it going to say? Here's a video of you opening the door and letting
2: them in. I wanted to avert Why'd a do riot. It? That's what I would have said. I wanted to avert a riot, so I let them in so they didn't smash me up okay. at the gate. Is it trespassing? Not if I let them in. Haven't you seen the
0: episode of Simpsons? Where I think it's Wiggum or someone tells Homer that if someone enters your property, you can kill him, and he goes, "Hey, Flanders!" <laughs> and then he goes, it doesn't work if you invite him in. He's like, "Ah, right." What if you, what <laughs> that, if that, you that does
2: create a, a, an analytical legal problem? For, what if you for the <laughs> what if you invite them yeah. in under duress? What does that mean? Meaning that you fear for your life, so you let them pass. Like. Someone
1: you're, you're like you're like three levels into the movie inception. It? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so if I'm so the cop and I, it's not that video. I'm like, oh, hey, on, come over on.
0: here
2: and go in. I'm like, uh, these if, people are gonna break me up. If so. someone
0: is in the front of your building and they have like weapons and they're threatening you, and so you're scared and you open your door, then I understand. In these videos, quite literally, it's a bunch of old people doting about, waving little American flags, and the police just open the door up. Stand aside and say, don't agree with it, but agree with your right to protest as oh. people walk in. There's another video where the cop literally just opens the door and one cop poses for a selfie with people. Like, dude, you're not going to tell me that's the rest. Now, I think those cops got in trouble, right? The selfie cops. I, I don't I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, I, I do know
1: there's another video that just came out that that that, that appear, appears to show uh, folks. Sort of frantically changing into um, you know different attire, sort of yeah. under trees.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I've seen that. I've seen that. There's a video where one of the first breaches in the building, they were all in black-clad, you know, blackout gear to obscure who they were and their identities. And that's not a typical thing of uh, of Trump supporters. It certainly is not. Um, but but there were a bunch of a bunch of Trump supporters who said they were going to dress like Antifa. So the, the key the key thing is, and, and again, um, you know, I have to discipline myself to
1: be careful about talking about the merits of these cases. But I mean, the, the important thing is, uh, where's where's the video? Where, where's the fourteen? Where's the fourteen thousand or fifteen thousand hours of video? Now, now to to be fair, um, you know the the Department of Justice and the prosecutors, uh, you know, say and I, I I believe that they are in the process of setting up sort of a, a massive uh sort of database in the cloud that will have all that video that will allow defense counsel um you know to 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 search through it um that uh is still going to take a long time to get set up and it's going to take a massive amount of time to review um all of that because we re- we need to review. All of it to, to understand, um, you know, what, what happened that, that day. Um, I also believe we should be seeing some video from before and after, um, yeah. that day. I mean, you know, why, wh- why is it just relevant? Um, you know, wh- wh- what, 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 sh- what the video shows for January 6th, um, January 5th and January 7th. I, th- I think
0: it's important to yeah. point out there were violent people, lots of them there's a lot of video that are that's that's ridiculous there are people from the barricades out storming up and and ramming police we had uh richie mcginnis i think (laughs) this guy's everywhere was actually squeezed in between rioters shoving against these cops and one cops like screaming as he's being crushed so all that stuff definitely happened now the problem is the democrats on the left show that and they say look 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 and i think it is partially a problem that many on the right are just like showing the cops opening doors Let's talk about all of it. They were bad there were there were people there engaged in very bad activities, right? But there are a lot of people who are being charged when they were essentially welcomed into the building, confused and understanding what was going on. Uh, th- that that is just ac- that is just accurate what you just said. Um, and, and, and you know, very interestingly,
1: uh, and I'm I, I'm not a fan of FBI Director Christopher Ray. I mean, when Christopher Ray was asked uh, you know questions by I forget which Republican congressman it was, and asked, um, "Hey, um, constituents in my district are wondering about these people who were you know uh, ushered into the building and uh, that they're being um, charged. You know, how many people are there like that?" And you know, in classic uh, Christopher Ray fashion, you know, he dodged and ducked and prevaricated and simply would not, just simply would not go there and yeah. would not even remotely answer the question. Because it's political; it's for power. Never let a good crisis go to waste. That 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 is one of the tried and true uh, tactics of all time with respect now, to taking over.
0: No, I don't. I don't think the riot is on par with like the burning of you know the Reichstag or whatever. Nothing really got destroyed, did it? I, they burned down the building, didn't
2: they? No, no, in uh, on January 6th,
0: there was some there was some actual historical uh, artifacts that took some damage when they when windows got broken. in. there yeah, they, was like an old bookshelf or something.
2: They burned the entire wreck Shack. I don't think anyone died. During yeah. That. So
0: so it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter, though, because there was something symbolically destroyed. Uh, it, it was the, the normal process by which they certified the electoral votes. So that process is shocking to people. It wasn't a physical destruction. It was more of a metaphysical, you know. Oh, they abstract. interrupted
2: the process. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it feels like an attack on the, on the, on the, on the, uh, uh structures of yes. the country is, yes, you know, abstract. There's, there's, our, there's actually an interesting
1: legal issue on that front, which we've filed, you know, some motions on, um, in our cases, which is that it is actually unclear, um, under the existing case law. Um, as to whether or not, uh, you know, that process that day, the, the, the certification of the electoral votes actually qualifies as, um, te- legally and technically an official proceeding as that is interpreted under the case law because, because those have to have a, a, sort of a quasi, uh, judicial, um, function to them that, that it can be argued, um, did not exist that day. Now that, that is unsettled. I mean, the, the courts will decide, um, yeah. decide that. Um, but look, I, but I, but I really believe, and I, and I, I've said many times, I think, the institutions that really fell down in all of this so to speak are the state legislatures especially including uh GOP controlled state legislatures because there's yep. there's a, there's a the, the constitution's designed to avoid something like this and it's it's very clear um, if there are questions about if there are any questions the um, uh the state legislatures you know can and should uh n- not on January 6th we're talking about back in like you know December when the electoral college meets in the states They are allowed to, very clearly under the Constitution, uh, simply not uh, send a slate of electors uh, because they feel there are questions. If that occurs and if either candidate – if no candidate gets 270 electoral votes, it goes to goes to the House under the 12th Amendment where each state delegation
0: gets one vote and there is a process. The Republicans don't like Trump. Oh, the, 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 the
1: establishment Republicans certainly don't like him, right? Yeah. Right? Right? And there's yeah. been
0: there's been the insurgent Republicans, the populist Republicans, people who have joined the Republican Party for the first time. When I was at uh, I was covering one Trump rally in Florida back in 20, I think it was 2016. actually maybe it was 2015. I'm not sure. But uh, there was a woman who said, I met a lot of people like this. They had never voted before. They were totally independent. They considered themselves actually to be kind of liberal, but didn't really pay attention to politics. Trump came along and he was saying the things they wanted to hear, and so for the first time they were voting. A lot of people like that joined the Republican Party. Yeah, this started to change things, and the establishment Republicans, who had a bunch of a bunch of people who would vote R no matter what for whatever reason, just because they were tribalist, were upset by it. Trump is bombastic. He's he rocks the boat. Yeah, he rocks the boat. He's demanding. He commandeered the ship, and mm-hmm. they were more than happy to get rid of him. There's, well, there's there's no
1: question about that, and I do think that I think I do think those new folks, those populist you know folks, are ascendant in, in in the Republican Party, and I I'm one of them, and I and I hope that they are. Um But you know I I know you're from Chicago. I'm from Western Pennsylvania, um, and you recall there was a rally in in Butler, Pennsylvania during, that massive, during the massive massive one. Massive. Okay. Yeah. So for fifty whatever the number was for fifty five thousand people to show up yelling and screaming at the top of their lungs for Donald Trump in Butler, Pennsylvania. Okay, Western Pennsylvania is historically a very, you know, old school, kind of FDR labor Democrat type of type of area you know cons- conser- socially conservative but but very democrat for that many people to show up that ferociously for frenetically enthusiastic for Donald Trump in Butler Pennsylvania speaks
0: volumes and i think that rally uh in 2024 might be you know two or three times that size you have have you heard about those books the uh about baron trump and the last president you ever hear about those i have not i
1: see that he's really baron's very tall i i've seen that's what that's yeah, the one thing I've six, seen. i see yeah 6 7 or I something I think <laughs> he's
0: 6 7 that's that's the most recent thing i've is seen is that he's about, 6 7, right? six, seven.
4: What? Trump Tower.
0: Yeah. Wow, dude, what what if like, we're, we're just totally misunderstanding what's going on? And what's actually gonna happen is in 20 years, Baron Trump, who's this like 6 foot 10, you know, guy runs for president, he's like, when my dad was president, he's got this like <laughs> deep voice and he wins and then he rules the 9th. No, no, there's a, there's a book from the 1800s called, about Baron Trump. And there's a, the final book in the series is called The Last President. And it talks about how...
1: Oh, that's the character's name is Baron Trump. Yes. Okay. Yep,
0: yep. And it, The Last President is a book about, uh, where, I think it's you know Trump wins the presidency on November third, eighteen ninety three or something, and then the uh, uh, socialists and anarchists from the Lower East Side of Manhattan storm up to his fortress on Fifth Avenue. It's like the weirdest thing. I haven't read it. I, uh, that's what we've heard, and a lot of people are like, "How how did something like that happen?" So the I, I'll call it a gag conspiracy theory, but there are people who genuinely believe like time travelers went back in time <laughs> or something like that, something ridiculous. I was talking to uh, Will Chamberlain. It was really funny because I was like, there's a conspiracy theory that people travel in time travel, you know, go back in time to stop Donald Trump. And he goes, that's what you do with time travel. <laughs> like of all the things you could stop the killing fields. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the- <laughs> World War Two. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. Actually, Yes. If the Democrats right now had time travel, oh for sure, <laughs> that's
3: what they would go
0: and oh, that'd, do. That'd
1: be, that'd be their top choice for <laughs> sure. And it, but but if I look as a Gen Xer, if it, if it does happen, it's just got to be
0: the quantum leap uh, style time travel. Uh, oh if yeah. you remember that show? Oh yeah. of course, yeah, it comes on every day after Stargate. Oh, it's got to be quantum leap. Those guys, but it's are, but it's at seven p.m., so I don't get to watch it. I don't get to see the intro. Yeah, I get every day. I get to I get to hear Sam uh, Sam go. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> those are the days. Those are the days. Say simpler 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 times. To say yeah the yeah, least. yeah yeah. yeah. Ziggy says you can't leap until you get reelected president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, why well, haven't I left yet? Well, there's a new have you seen have you seen the new, have you seen the new uh, Chris Pratt movie Tomorrow War? Yeah, um, I, didn't I didn't like know. it all that much. Oh, you weren't yeah. a big fan? I think I just love Chris Pratt so much that. I'll, Easy red. Yeah. Uh,
0: I what I didn't like about it was I felt like it was poorly directed, but I really liked the concept and I really mm-hmm. liked the the attempt at doing a different kind a different kind of story structure. Mm-hmm. But there's just like the, the the beats aren't hitting properly with yeah. like the humor and the action? If it, yeah. I, I just have to confess if it has Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt in it, I'm I'm pretty much
1: sold. B- Chris, yeah. Chris Chris yeah. Pratt
0: deserves all the support. He's a he's a good dude. You know, yeah. he, he, he he seems to be for sure. Stands up for what he believes in to a certain extent. You know, he wore yeah. the Gadsden shirt and uh, yeah, supporting people who are pushing back against wokeness and are successful in Hollywood. That's that's a really important thing. And yeah, would, it's, a
1: he, rare, it's a rare thing. And, uh, you know, uh, oh, uh he's great in Magnificent Seven, too. Are you a Magnificent oh, yeah.
0: Seven fan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he just great. He's just great in Magnificent Seven. Yeah, yeah, he does a good job, man. We're yeah. going to go see Black Widow on Saturday. Here if there
1: could be time travel, that's what I would do, is I would go back and be part of the Magnificent <laughs> Seven
2: crew. With, well, with, with, the cur- with, this, cur- with this new <laughs> cast. They all die. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, no. Yeah. Not if you went back in time. No, wait, wait. A bunch of them die. Well, yeah. several no,
1: not all of them die. Just uh, a bunch of them. Se- well there's seven. So I think like, you know, <laughs> four of them die. The
0: the the the, the, mec- the Mexican guy. Oh, uh, okay. Um no the e- Ethan, Denzel- Hawk, e- Ethan Hawk and uh and his and his it, Yeah, and his uh, and his, and or his, his the Asian guy died, by the way. The bear guy dies. Yeah. This movie's like but, eight years old. The, but the but I
1: think who I think the Native American th- guy dies? No, I think the three that survive are the Mexican guy who was, a, he was offended being called a Texican, but you know, the Mexican guy, uh, and then, oh, yeah. and then, uh, Denzel, uh, survives, and the and American, American, and the Native American, Red, Native Red, Har- Red Harvest, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's Red, a cool movie. Red Harvest is, I mean, amazing, with the, with the, with the moving shots, with the, yeah, the bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also has The last of the Mohican scene With the tomahawk And the knife um, yeah. When he's protecting That woman up on that Yeah yeah good movie Oh man. It's, a, it's a very good movie
0: Yeah see it's
2: not all bad We're chilling you know As much as the world <laughs> Might be on fire We got good movies at right. least Yeah right? Like um I'll I'll see a movie poster and I'll be like, "Oh, that guy is in this movie. I'm excited." And it's like, I don't even care what the movie is. That guy is in it. I want to watch that guy act. Well, that's like how that that guy. always that's, how, that's how it's that music, always been. The power know? of the cult, man, the power of culture. Like one human like you were saying can rise yeah. up and alter everything. I tell you he's one of those. I mean, as long as
1: we're on it. I mean, I will tell you that one of those guys that I see is one of those guys is um are you a fan of the HBO series Deadwood? No, I've not seen it. Oh, Ian McShane, um, you know, he plays oh, yeah. he, he he plays kind of the main sort of Bad guy, but with some good traits in in Deadwood. Um, but I think you know he he can he can tend to be one of those uh, one of those folks. Um, but I'll stop. You're the movie. Um, yeah, he's to. great. Yeah, he's a good bad. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, he's very good. I didn't think it. I didn't think I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels. I love I love the first one. I think the first Pirates of the Caribbean was just an incredibly good yes. movie. Um, I, I think the sequels were not that good. And he I think he was in one of those sequels. So that's the mm. one caveat I give. But
2: I haven't seen any of those. You haven't seen. No, no I of the knew Caribbean? doubt on movies. I I went to theater school and they were all really anti cinema. It was very weird. Yeah, so I was like, I kind of stopped watching. Yeah, the, I, the, kind of, it's yeah. because it,
0: it, the theater is a
2: dead medium. Yeah, they were like, I read plays. I don't watch TV. The
1: the, the other one that I uh, I'm just it's my favorite t- TV show ever is um, Black Sails on Stars. Um, you know that's kind of like Game of Thrones
0: combined with Pirates oh. of the Caribbean. Cool. Oh, that
1: that's a that's a terrific terrific
0: show. Yeah. So. When are they going to start making a, uh, a, a series about January uh, 6th? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm be- some half joking, but I they believe kind of there did. are multiple ones underway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Yes. Wow.
1: There, there, there are multiple, uh, both uh, series and documentaries Actually. that are underway. Yeah.
4: They just speak. came out with one. I'm not sure what news yeah. organization. Uh, well, just I think that there it.
1: are, I, 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 I mean, I know that there are a couple, um, uh, that hbo um is working on so i, I think one is showtime
0: it. series on january 6th oh, go. oh my okay. gosh so it must not be
2: that big of a wow. deal then because like are there any movies about covid yet or is it too uh, it's one of those too soon there too was, yeah. i think there's some, i think so, too, i
1: think there's uh there's plandemic i think it's called uh which is kind of a documentary that i think oh, a documentary was, but, but um they like they like but,
0: doing these like uh it's hollywood so they're leftist and they like doing movies that can push politics through culture, like when they did, um, what was that Fox movie? Where they went after Roger Ailes or whatever? Oh, uh. Bombshell? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, Bombshell. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was a couple. Yes. I was thinking of the HBO one where, uh, um uh, the same. Russell Crowe plays, uh, Roger Ailes in the HBO one, I think. Oh. I think. Uh, but, but the, but the, I, I like Bombshell. I thought Bombshell. I thought,
0: no, no, I thought no, no, no. Right, really right, right. entertaining. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the story about what Roger Ailes was doing, sure, he sounds like a, he sounds like a bad dude, right? But are they going to pick up a movie about like I don't know Antifa burning down buildings? Yeah, I mean there's, they're not They'll there's, wait
2: till yeah. it's politically expedient. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, it's the same it's, thing with it's, virus movies. Yeah. When
0: when, when, the, when the left needs to regain control from Antifa, then they'll make you know yeah. Red when Dawn they, U.S. Yeah. When they start when
1: their when, when their own starts to get eaten, which always happens with that kind of uh, political philosophy. But but you know, look with respect to buildings being burned down, and you, you probably know more about this than I do. But I mean, with respect to like Kenosha, for example, I mean. You know, there, there were, there were houses, there were multi-level houses, uh, in which, you know, there were spray painting on the houses, you know, please don't burn this house down because there's a disabled person, like, on the top floor. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this isn't Kenosha, like, on, you yeah. know, Lake, um, uh, Michigan, I suppose. Um, and what but, did the
0: cops do? The cops didn't do anything about it.
1: They, they, they,
2: uh, <laughs> shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders The the
1: local and state government of Wisconsin uh, completely and totally abdicated its most basic fundamental you know obligations to actually provide law and order. Uh, you know it's obviously happened in other cities as well with these chop zones and you know chaz zones or whatever they're called no go zones. Um, you know and the, the, you know and that and that's totally unconstitutional. I mean that, that that violates the guarantee of a Republican with a little R
0: government. Um, Yeah, well, they uh, the police took away your right to defend yourself, and uh, now that you can't, the extremists and the criminals and the the rule breakers and the law breakers can do what they want. Then, when their political allies take the DA, the police don't even go after the the, the crimes of you know that are more extreme. So, so it's it sounds like a it almost sounds like a system
1: or a plan.
2: Yeah, if you were saying earlier, the track we're on is dangerous. I think you're right because the, that we can't talk about certain things on YouTube. Not that YouTube's the only place to have kind of like we can talk about it on TimCast.com or whatever. But there's things that we we can't talk about regarding the chaos that is disturbing that we can't debate, well, dissect, very, yeah, analyze.
1: America, no, in, in the very, uns, it's very unsettling as as Americans to have that sensation. I mean, you know, yeah. I am much older than anybody in the room I think, but but I mean, you know, even look, g- growing up and even I'm sure when you were growing up, I mean, you just, the, the the sensation in America was that you could like, you know, really, you know, argue it out and, and hash it out and like stay up all night in college and like debate anything and talk about anything as long as, you know, as long as you're, you know, civil to the other person. Do you do you, do you I mean, remember
0: Skokie, Illinois and the ACLU?
1: Um I I I know uh, that there is something very relevant with respect to Skokie and the ACLU, but I can't um, put my mind. It was it right a now.
0: bunch of neo-Nazis were marching through a Jewish neighborhood and
1: the ACLU defended, defended them. them. And, and that's exactly, so that's a, that's a perfect example. And thank you for rem- reminding me of why I started the NCLU, because, because the, the only, the only way to pre- to preserve the constitution is to fight for the rights of those who you despise the most when it comes to their, to their viewpoints. Um, and, you know, right now it happens to be, uh it seems, you know, it is conservatives that, that, that are, uh you know needing protection right now, but tomorrow it's gonna be it's,
0: it's gonna be liberals. And, and you see what China just did with banning LGBT groups? I did not see that. WeChat one of their largest you know social platforms yep. banned a bunch of LGBT accounts. So you can see what what power does. In the United States, it just so happens the left communist faction uh and the Marxists have right. a lot of institutional authority. And and, right. and and people need to understand this that it there there is a massive infiltration of Marxism yep. in the government. What they need to understand about critical theory and Marxism is it's the idea of the oppressed and the oppressor.
1: Right. That is that so the system is inherently, uh, you know, b- b- bad and evil. and must be torn down. Um, right.
0: But, so, so it's not it's not about like Stalin sneaking into the government. Right. It's about quite literally there are people in the government. The military is doing it. The 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 uh, what, what do we just have? Was it Lockheed where, where there are like you know white people got to recognize Raytheon. them? Raytheon. Raytheon. Yeah. 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 yeah so at, at a military industrial complex. Our government, our police forces, our army are all embracing Marxist theory. They might not know that, but it literally is Marxist. What's
2: concerning is if it's oppressor and oppressed, and I'm the oppressed, then I overturn the oppressor. Then what does that leave? It leaves me to become the oppressor. It's it's all
0: meaningless. It's just power structures. It is. It is. is It's an ideology that is basically like. um, How can I describe it? It's like when you when you when you look at an atomic structure. And you find the one frail atom that, when you flick, the whole thing crumbles. Sounds like yeah. fluorine. Well, it, it started, it, it's, <laughs> it's not fluorine. Well, well, th- this was it's this pretty
2: was, electrostatic yeah. or electroelastic. Uh, I mean, this was known as, okay, as, as
0: hydrofluoric
1: acid. I mean, it's a, what you're talking about is the same as what used to be called critical legal theory, which became actually pretty ascended you know, at Harvard Law School yeah. um, a couple of decades ago. But it's but it's the same it's the same exact idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 They they want to find a way to demonize a villain create an other it's very uh, demagogic i suppose and it works
2: so what is it the, but the,
0: it's it's really really quite smart because what they'll do is they'll say you're a racist and quite literally you have like james Lindsay being like discriminating him on the basis of race is wrong and they go racist <laughs> it's like okay so yeah I guess. that's what it is that's what they yeah. believe
2: if this it, theory is oppressor and oppressed and the oppressor the powerful are oppressed oppressive by nature is that part of this theory
0: no, 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 no. So uh, initially with Marx, you have like the, the 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 class, right? The bourgeoisie, the proletariat, the working class, the elites, the political class, etc. Then you get critical race theory where they're like white people. Uh, critical now, critical so race theory. So you replace
2: theory. the bourgeoisie with white people basically for Right. the race theory. I so
0: now with critical race theory, you have oppressed and oppressors, and the white people are the opp- oppressors, and the people of
2: color are the oppressed. <clears throat> and is the theory that if you were to remove white people from the equation that there would no longer be an oppressor? Uh, that white people need to recognize their privilege and give up their power. This is very disturbing. It's
0: uh, meaningless because you can't take your skin color off. Right. Yeah. So the idea ultimately is that you will always be an oppressor no matter what. Uh, all, all, all
1: of which of course is precisely why we have certain laws that just just explicitly outlaw this kind of thing um and it's and it's and it's fascinating uh it's fascinating to watch some of these um you know state and local governments and corporations mm-hmm. attempt to um you know implement laws um, that are just that are so flatly uh illegal and contrary to like the civil rights laws you know that were passed in the 1960s but you know and they think that they can just get away with it and they
0: will cri- unless cri- they're challenged critical race theorists hated civil rights of course one of the core tenets of critical race theory is critique of liberalism they felt that the the the, the liberal liberalism Demo- with a little l right yeah they thought that the democrats and and desegregation and civil rights was actually depowering their community they hated it they were very critical of the democrats first of all you had the democrats that were pro segregation and then also the democrats started to say okay well maybe we'll we'll get behind these bills for a variety of reasons and there was there was a letter circulated during the ferguson riots among activists that argued segregation was a plot by white democrats to force black people to exist underneath the the, the economics of the white system is
2: desegregation
0: yeah right so so what uh what these activists were saying when they wrote this letter before the end of segregation when everything was separated they said black people had their own wealth their own neighborhoods their own communities their own, their own churches they had their own wall street along comes the democrats and say hey we should end segregation it's wrong And as soon as that happened, you have these two systems where, yes, you have a lot of very wealthy white people, but the black community was building up their wealth. Now they're forced to exist at a lower economic standard to the white people. what, What they were basically arguing was when you had segregation, a black person would run their own restaurant. With the end of segregation, the black person would go work for the white man's restaurant. Now, I think that's a bit silly. You could still have your own restaurant. You can still have your own communities. And I think it's an overtly racist ideology, and the end of segregation was a very, very good thing. But these activists genuinely believe That we need that they believe segregation was was uh, some it's something they want. I'll put it that way. When they hate Martin Luther King, they but they but they know that he's popular among liberals and the liberals are the ones they can exploit. So they say things like "Yay, Dr. King." And I always say this to to my to my woke friends, Martin Luther King Jr. He, uh, Dr. King, he said, "I have a dream that one day my four little children will be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character." How are you fulfilling Dr. King's dream? Exactly. And they say, "At, at, at, exactly. at you don't even know what he was about." I can, okay, I guess I don't know. He said those things. So, do you think that allowing schools to implement race, uh, race-based discrimination is helping Dr. King's dream or hurting it? Wow. Now, now hold the on. Path there. is long. Let's find out. You're getting a lot of leftists who have no problem criticizing him because it's becoming so prominent and prevalent that they're now much more free to do so. So when uh, we, we talked about this book that's being taught in school, it's called Not My Idea. It's a children's book where a little white girl is exposed to the truth by her teachers about race. And she's angry with her mom who lied to her. And she screams, I'm tired of you lying to me, mom. Tell me the truth. I see race. And the mom says, oh no. Then there's a, a, a whiteness contract with a white hand reaching out in a devil's tail. Yeah, white white people are the devil, they say. You got to see this portion. They're teaching this to children in dozens of schools. But in many of these schools, once they get to that portion where it shows the white person as the devil, they stop. They don't show it. And they say, you can read the rest of the book on your own. You know why? It's the insidious nature. If they come out right now and tell children white people are the devil, their parents will flip out. But if they give them the beginning of the book... See, police brutality is wrong. They were lying to you. These liberals might be lying, huh, okay. They have to do it slowly, slowly. It's insidious. These liberals are easy to exploit because they look at something and they say, that's unfair. They've got to do it slowly. Once enough liberals support this book, then they'll turn the last page and say, white people are the devil. And then these people go, oh, yeah. I think these, these
1: look. These parents and these, look. These parents, and these moms, are starting to stand up in these school board meetings, oh, yeah. which I think is a very good thing. I think when I was driving down here, I went through Loudon uh, L- L- yeah. County, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's right nearby, Lodon, yeah. which what Loudon, which which is of course where uh, you know they wanted to shut down debate, and they dragged out uh, the sheriff's deputies dragged out the parents who wanted to actually finish the period of debate um, that was called for, right? Um, okay. But you know, look. The, the 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 way that these things are going to turn around is is that people you know people who love this country and you know m- m- moms at a certain point will protect their kids uh, but these folks are going to start running for the school board and they're going to start running for local offices and you know I mean good people have to good people have to get in politics and run for um, office because that's I mean that, like that's where the real power is that's where the real change comes from is where you can actually take your pen and you can sign you know a piece of legislation and um, you know I I I think that's starting to happen it certainly feels like it's starting to
2: happen I, I'm starting to think that this hundred year experiment of public school systems is is showing its cracks as its flaws and the dangers of putting your kids in a foreign environment and letting just letting strangers. letting things happen to them strangers can tell your kids I whatever so and many bad teachers yeah. just as awful terrible terrible old angry evil worthless useless I mean, i'm going to say the worst stuff no they're they're probably fine people but just not not able to handle young a group of 30 kids at a time it was terrible
1: yeah i mean it's just it's just i mean there 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 states like you know i suppose new york and california come to mind where i mean the, the public education you know the public school system seems to be it seems to be disastrous and 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 it's hard to know what to, what to do i mean i think the solution is probably multifaceted i mean it involves some degree of school choice it involves some degree of um you know getting the funds actually where they need to be to make sure that you can reduce class sizes and you know get good teachers in there but but yeah i mean you, we 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 cannot we cannot have um, a system in this country um where you know and i'm very fortunate that my kids you know go to an amazing um an amazing private school but you you cannot have a system where um you know a certain number of of elite kids you know um have teachers who are kindergarten teachers with phds and they have an amazing experience and then you have you know the, the masses of people whose whose kids are not only in physical danger um but they're being indoctrinated like this i mean voucher program yeah, look, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, look, I, I'm a huge believer in, 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 uh, you know, choice and competition. And so, you know, school choice and voucher programs, uh, and competition, um, you know, generally speaking, seem to me to be very good ideas, uh, very good ideas. Um, I, I think, you know, the healthcare system also needs, you know, more competition, um, and, and whatnot. I think, I think the trick becomes exactly how to implement these things. Um, yeah. you know, so that, so that it's actually effective. Uh, but what, what, but, but what we have right now in these
0: big blue states and these, 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 these cities, is not it's just not tenable so something else has trash. to be trash
1: Well, it's just i mean it's you know. I, the
0: cities themselves man i'm just so i'm i am anti-city right now it's not a good time of being a big city we're, we were we were outside in the front today with uh andy um andy is a guy who's going to be he's going to be running all the rec area stuff he's gonna be running the the grind bar and we're gonna be setting up event, events and stuff so he we're just standing in the front and we we're trying to plan out like so where do we build the mega ramp like where where do we put the the giant launch for the skate park? and it's not about look i understand not everybody can you know go out and buy materials for a skate park but you have space right. you can walk outside with your friends and just look at the grass and say what can we do here what activity should we have in these cities it's brutal man you live in a cubicle yeah your kids are in a crammed school environment teachers don't even know their name teachers yeah. like who is this you're in my class um miss wilson i've been in your class for all year huh i can't even tell i got too many kids it's, yeah well i don't want to live in that it's nah. a different it's, it's awful you know,
2: different type of versatility
0: no and i think that could look
1: I, I think that you're going to have uh people start to look people who want to live a certain way and to believe in certain things are going to start self-selecting out out of the cities um and to be you know uh in, in places that seem safer and in which you know they're not attacked for having a MAGA hat on um and, and you know I i think that uh you know and obviously with uh with covid and the way folks have gotten more used to working remotely i think it's going to accelerate that trend and and that and that and that could lead to further you know that could lead to further division in the country because you know we're i think we're going to have people sort of segregating themselves away from each other um because there's just too much volatility
0: right now yeah you know we're gonna go tomorrow see a movie hang out have some candy and popcorn then we're gonna just relax and enjoy a saturday We've been filming it. We make a vlog out of it. We're going to start ramping up doing daily vlogs and everything. But the point is, there's got to be something else to kind of clear your mind oh, and yeah. help you focus on other things. I do
2: music because I want to scream when I want to when I want to exert my rage on someone. I just got to turn it into song. I got to scream with my body's full vigor, and it's that it's a bit bad of for you, uh, bad
0: for your vocal cords.
2: Yeah, but it's good for my mind. And, <laughs> Play and and the drums. Bro. And it doesn't hurt other people because like get, taking it out on someone else is terrible. You can't scream in a city though they do it online in their text and it doesn't yeah you they can kind of that. tell when they're reading on their in their text mm-hmm. but yeah. if you if you
0: live in a city like so i, I it's hard I you know, lived in, in the city in, i lived in brooklyn can't have drums can't play guitar you can play guitar, but it's like within certain Can't. hours because like, you hear the you're pounding on the trouble. floor then. And buzz, unless you're bump, bump.
2: really good, your neighbors are going to complain. <laughs> yeah. They're going to complain no matter what. They don't always complain if you're really good.
0: I lived, I lived in an apartment where someone in the building worked graveyard shift and they're always like, it's like 5 p.m. and they're like, excuse me, I, I understand. But look, man, I got to sleep and we're hey, like, bird. we'll do our best because we're trying to be nice. I I, I listen to hardcore history
1: and and, and you know listen to the stories about how um Alexander uh the Great's mom was you know like super difficult sometimes and then after he, <laughs> after he died from partying too hard there was like literally like forty years of um, warfare among his generals to try to sort things out which you know makes, which makes you feel like you know it could be worse
2: I heard that he was poisoned they were, have uh, you heard that theory
1: oh. Well, for sure, that's a major uh, theory. Uh, uh, you know, I don't. I don't think anybody knows for sure. I would be surprised um, if he wasn't well, at this point. They, they had look. He he had a he had, a, he, had a, he had put together uh, the world. You know, the largest empire that the world had seen at that point. Um, and so you know, so there was a lot of folks with a lot of, you know, mo- motivations. Um, to do such thing. Uh, look, cl- clearly he seemed to, um, uh, you know, like to like to have a good time as well. Um you know, and so who knows for sure um with respect to the you know the amount of alcohol that you know he he was uh you know supposed to consume um but but look, no there like i i would say that the I would say that the consensus among serious historians is that yes, he was he yeah, was assassinated. He
2: had led all his generals across you know Persia, and was conquering the world, and, and they were like, okay, we did it. Well, no, Alex, they, yeah, can they, we go well, home well, now yeah, and they, enjoy. They
1: got, yeah, they got basically like halfway like through India, and they're kind of looking around at like the Himalayan mountains and the snow, and they're like, okay, like I mean, like, seriously,
2: like what what he, what what's like what's the point? My, like here, my, my assumption was he was like we're going to go forever, and they were like, no, we're going to we have to stop him. One yeah, of his well, generals he, he was like, a, I'm, he, he's
1: gone too yeah, far. Well, he, yeah. He's one of the most. I mean, he's one of the Personalities in, in history, and he had, insati- you know, he had an insatiable appetite to conquer everything. He was he was uh, you know tutored from a young age by what was it Aristotle? Aristotle. Um, you know his his, wow. his, his, his his mother his father was one of the most powerful figures of his age that handed him like a Ferrari of, of, of an army that was tailor made to take uh, to take over Persia uh, essentially. And, and his mother is one of the most um, you know sort of uh, powerful, fascinating, man- you know, manipulative uh, you know female characters in in, in the ancient period for sure sure um and so yeah the alexander great story is a good
0: one well how about we ask the audience over in the super chats if you haven't already give us a little tap of that like button subscribe to this channel become a member over at timcast.com and uh share the show if you really like it all right the first and most important question hutch the wolf says hey what happened to the stream last night Ah. well we have to be very careful because youtube is communist so it's on rumble so um uh it's on rumble and uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify and uh, all the podcast platforms. But it ain't on YouTube, and that's YouTube's fault. So uh, it, I'll just put it that way. All right. Let's see what we got here.
5: This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
1: Oh, this is where you take questions
0: from. The yeah, program. we yeah, just read, nice, the, read, nice. read the chats and see what's up. Nice. Mickey Stone says a new dark matter research facility is being built two kilometers underground in Victoria. If they succeed, Australia will have an infinite energy source.
2: You know Is that real? They've been looking for weird. dark matter for like two decades. And now that I'm studying quantized inertia, I'm I'm wondering if maybe you know, there's lots of ways to look at something that exists, so like this ball of obsidian. You could write different theories explaining the the existence of this ball of obsidian from different layers, like one's the the cellular theory of behavior, one's the atomic theory of behavior, one's the subatomic theory. And they're all right, even though they all are different. So I wonder if dark matter could be explained and there could be Theories that explain reality without it. So you go, to,
0: go to the university.
1: So yeah. th- so the, the can one be thing be. I contribute to, I, the only thing I can contribute to that uh, answer is that I think if Australia develops it, it, there could be a lot worse people that develop it. So, oh, yeah.
0: You know. All right. Trevor Schoon says, when talking about crap, critical race applied <laughs> principles, you said they consider whiteness property. Do you all think they will try to put a tax on whiteness? Do I think? They've been trying to. They've come out and said it. it's called reparations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you're like a
1: uh well, then they've also they've also started to, you know, just explicitly uh provide more benefits to folks who are not white, mm-hmm. whether it be getting a COVID vaccine first or it be certain,
0: you know, financial benefits. So, you yeah. know, let's say you're a uh, uh you're from Ukraine. You moved your, your parents moved to the United States and then they brought you with them as a child. Or actually, you know, Luke's a good example. Luke is from Poland. His family moved here with him when he was young. He grew up here. Why is he paying taxes in reparations for something had nothing to do with? Because he's white. So some people receive and some people lose. Yeah, that's a tax based on race. All right, let's see. Angry Waffle 2 says, I live very close to Kenosha. My family still lives there. If Kyle gets an excessive punishment, we need to rise up or punishing self-defense will be the norm. Yep. Yep, so people need to... Uh, I can't tell you what the most effective thing to do, but organizing, you know, understanding protest, understanding your power in media, understanding your power in industry. You know, this is the funny thing about like January 6th. These people think, and, and, I, and I get these comments from people where they're like, we have to fight. It's the only way. And I'm like, oh, that'll give you control of like institutions and colleges mm. to indoctrinate children. No, it won't do anything. Mm. You need to actually be professional, persuasive, resourceful, and get jobs. And in, 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 like, you know, what people can do. So, uh, people want to know how they can fight back apply for a job at google there you go become part yeah there there, there has to be almost a counter march through the institute you know the, the counter long march through
1: the institutions um to 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 try to you know start to take some of these things back
0: yeah maximin says tim facebook wiped all kyle rittenhouse and kenosha shooting content search facebook for his name or kenosha shooting nothing comes up at all they're in the process of removing search terms related That's because, well, there's two reasons. One, advertisers don't like it. It's not good. And there's probably a political component where they're like, hey, if liberals can't see it happening, they'll just assume the narrative is true. If people watch that video they're going to be like this guy's yeah. defending yeah. himself. Yeah, I mean
1: it makes logical sense because every single video shows that he was defending himself. And
2: remember there was there's there's like thousands of videos
1: showing it. It's he not got, just one. He was yeah. on the ground.
2: The guy was about to smash his head with the skateboard. Could have killed the we guy. Did,
1: we did was, you know, the guy with the skateboard did smash his skull with Whoa. the skateboard. Um and could and could have easily killed him just with that blow. But but the person that I think you know you're talking about is the person with the Glock who was literally Coming down to shoot him, execute him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like walking up to him it's with crazy. the gun. Easy. Yeah. He's got a glove. Go well, well, he fa- well he tried to well he tried to fa- he tried to fake surrender.
0: Yeah, he tried to fake yep. surrender. He backs up. He tried to fake surrender. And then Kyle, what yeah. is the
2: what is the precedent like if you go into a mob where people are fighting with a gun and you walk into it, you choose to, and then they start grabbing at your gun and you start shooting in defense? Are you really defending yourself, yes. or did you put yourself in a situation where you're the aggressor? You're defending yourself. Even though you're defending yourself.
0: So uh there's, there's a lot of questions, especially as, as the analogy pertains to, to Kenosha. Do you live or work in this area where there's a mob of people?
2: So that's relevant.
0: Yeah, it is. If, if, you're, if you're supposed to be there or you're defending your community. More importantly, though, just because it's a group of unruly, unlawful people doesn't mean you as a citizen have no right to exist and bear arms. Or, or to be there. To be there. I mean... I got a right to keep in bear arms. So if I'm walking down – I mean, based on what you're saying, Ian, no one in Chicago should be allowed to have guns, period.
2: It's kind of that argument of if you go into a bear a, a cage with a bunch of hungry bears and the bears attack you, are you going to blame the bears yes. for attacking you? Or are you going to blame the guy for getting in the bear cage? Different – Similar the, the, with what Andy Noah was experiencing. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, but they're completely different circumstances. If you, you – based on your analogy, no one in Chicago is allowed to defend themselves. <sighs> Chicago is ridden with crime, violence, gang activity. So, uh, self-defense is now wrong because you entered this place. Right, right. That, that's, that's different than don't go out late at night, you know, because you'll get mugged. You go out at night at Chicago, you know, you run the risk. I mean, I, I've, I talked to people in Chicago who are saying they're scared to go out at night because of, it's just constant, it's getting worse and worse and worse. So many of them stop doing it. Many of them are, you know, people I know are leaving. We heard about San Francisco, 40% of people polled said they were going to leave because of de- declining quality of life. That's different from, do you have the right to defend yourself? If you have to go, let's say, let's say you have a, a big house and one day you, sh- you show up and there's a bunch of bears in it. Are you allowed to go in and fight the bears off? Yeah, cause it's your house. There's a difference between, I'm, you, you, should you go into the house? Probably not <laughs> unless you can defend yourself. Good point. So it's like it might be your house, there's a bunch of bears in it right now. You're gonna need some help to clear out the bears and in, in a very you know yeah. safe way. But if you your family was in there and it was like your medicine was in there, let's say you're diabetic and your son's in the fridge and you're gonna die, it's like you have to go in. Choke a bear. And if the bears attack, bears attacks you. Gotta learn how to fight dead bear with your bare hands. Punch it in the nose. <laughs> Unless you've got, I, I don't know what kind of gun takes down a bear. To be honest, sonic. Uh, I think you need. Yeah, probably, well, that's you need, like you need, a you, need,
1: lot. you need. Well, you need a fifty caliber for sure. You think a fifty kill? Well, I think it'd be that. That would be your. Well, that that would that would be the very least.
0: I think you would need to have a chance. Three oh eight, though. I'd imagine. Yeah. If if like not one, but if you get him in the head, maybe right. I would assume so. I mean, yeah, I, would that's, feel, that's, I would feel better about a fifty caliber. I think. <laughs> but,
1: but, <laughs> but, you're the, you, the, but even though I was in the army, you're the one that lives in the country now, and so you, you you're more up to speed. I don't on know. I've
0: not had to fight a grizzly bear. We have a bunch of deer that come here, but we're we're cool with there's the deer. First, They're all right. There's a first thing. We got turkeys all over the place. Mm. The, the, the turkey shot in a twelve gauge is pathetic. <laughs> you know what I mean, but like, it does the turkeys in? I guess if they're a nuisance on your property, we don't, the turkeys come by once a month. We don't, we don't mind them. Yeah. But a, but a bear, I don't know. I think people in the chat are going to know. Uh, what does someone say? Three thirty eight Winchester Is it? no, no, no. Three thirty eight WM. Three oh eight. Someone said three oh eight. Yeah. I figured, you know. some 45? I don't think I don't, I don't think forty five would so. work. No, not a forty five. Yeah, forty five so. like standard, 40, like forty five ACP subsonic. No, it's no, gonna no, no, s- get stuck. Stu- just stu- w- stu- just, stu- just stu-
2: it's Speaking stu- of before. of turkeys, you guys ever hang out like face to face with sometimes. a turkey before?
0: There's a bunch of them. They're over but, outside. All the but like, time. have you
2: sat within like six feet of one and just chilled with one
0: ever? N- I it, wouldn't call it that. You I, should. I was in South America
2: and this woman was gonna was was housing this turkey to eat it eventually, and he would come up and sit next to us, and there are. Terrifying because they have a huge <laughs> claws, they're massive, but then you look in their eyes and they have this kind wisdom in their yeah. eyes. I see why Ben Franklin wanted <laughs> to they're make it the national bird. Like,
0: they're like the modern uh, velociraptors or That's something Alright, here, here, here's, a, here's a good one, here's a good one. Victor G says, amazing how blue-pilled Tim is on conspiracies and then cannot understand how people can be so blind about how corrupt the media is. Uh, actually I think you sir are the one who is blue-pilled. If there is something as such as like overly red-pilled, I don't know, but there is an idea that when you take the red pill, you wake up from the matrix, but you cannot claim that you've seen a meme and looked at uh, circumstantial evidence, and it's been enough to prove something definitively. There is a meme that's gone around for a long time about the, about the Clintons, and it lists all of these names. I have gone through a ton of these names and been like, that's the stupidest attempt at connecting somebody. It's like this one firm once handled a bank account for Bill Clinton and their receptionist. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like, if you've got a company with 3000 people and someone, could you imagine if it's like, you know, you go to a, a shopping mall. And then one day, someone in the shopping mall turns up dead, and they're like, "But the Clintons were shopping there." Wow! So coming back
1: to that one, I'll just say that because um, my firm sued Hillary Clinton on behalf of Tulsi Gabbard, I'm just going to <laughs> I'm just going to hope that you're correct about that one.
0: So. I, I I just think this this latest story with this journalist, it's like he broke a story about Loretta, Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton. Then for years was writing a book about it. Then went on a book tour about it, and the Clintons were like, "Not yet, <laughs> not yet. Wait for it." wait for it no it's what's like if they if they wanted to stop him from writing the like if they were mad about what he was reporting wouldn't they stop the book from coming out it's it was 6 years later you can't be like well 6 years later it's People are looking too much for confirmation bias. And they say, I'm bloop, well, someone said I'm blooping on conspiracies. Bro, I'm doing the investigations and not finding the evidence. I'm not going to sit here and pretend evidence exists when it doesn't. There's certainly things you can bring up that are creepy, like the painting of Bill Clinton in a dress on Epstein Island. Oh, is or Bill Clinton flying on the Epstein plane 27 times or whatever. Bro, that's creepy stuff that we know happened. Luke, Luke Rikowski getting on the boat and jumping onto Epstein Island like a lunatic. He's getting <laughs> freaky at Epstein Island. <laughs>
2: Unsettling.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. Let's see what we got. Doug Andrews says, greetings, Tim and gang. I'm making it a point to watch your videos on Rumble instead of YouTube. Don't fret, though. I'm still leaving likes on YouTube. All right. Well, that, that's cool. cool. Thank cool. You. Um you. You know, look, we have to leverage these platforms where the culture war is happening. We can't just abandon them because uh it's where the culture war is happening so it's it, it is a challenge right twitter however I, I have complete disdain for and i tweet nonsense like i don't i don't maybe i'm still maybe that's worse because i'm giving twitter this the best content you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if i was going to tweet things like breaking news you know donald trump did this okay i guess that's like you know legitimate serious content instead i'm posting pictures of goats and stuff just like yeah hey, look at this Look at this, a deer trying to eat my pawpaw. Because <laughs> I, I I, I, I can say, one can tell that
1: you're sort of messing with the universe with your tweets sometimes, which is very fascinating, as opposed to Cassandra's
0: just full-on attack mode. So. Following Cassandra is the best. It is. All right. Let's see. Noah Zork says, although I consider myself an amateur sleuth, I believe I can say with some certainty that the person that fired on Ashley Babbitt was on the other side of the glass. Yeah, I mean, there's a video of it, isn't there? Of
2: the guy, right? Of the specific, I don't know, is there actual video of the guy holding the gun, releasing the chamber? Or is it like you just kind of see where the guy is and then? No, there,
1: there, there, there is video of, of his, uh, of his hands, uh, holding, uh, the, the firearm. Um, he also, I, I, I will note, um, that he, uh, interestingly, I think, uh, removes, uh, his, one of his hands from the firearm and seems to take it to his earpiece that you cannot, you cannot see. But that seems to be the natural conclusion. Um, there, there are just, there, there, there
0: are a lot, there, are a lot of questions about January 6th. There are a lot of questions about that,
1: about that incident as well.
0: All right. Zach Goo says, I work at a large trucking company. We haul refrigerated goods, had a meeting today about how our trucks aren't being fixed due to parts on backwater. They also said all oil changes are suspended due to oil shortage. I've heard some creepy scuttlebutt about, uh, oil and gas. Oh, yeah. Just scuttlebutt, just mm-hmm. internet rumors.
2: People could be freaking out. Who knows? We'll see. So should we order, like, 60 pounds of WD-40 or something?
0: No. No. I, I, I For breakfast, I've been having uh, fresh eggs and vegetables from our own garden. It's the greatest feeling when you're like, I eat food of my own creation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the chicken's just like, we let them in the farm to eat the bugs. They got our tomatoes, though, but we're kind of happy they did. Somebody did. I just drink espresso, and I have to
1: start eating more healthy, so I'm going to come <laughs> hang out with you. But it's,
0: it's just a great feeling to be like, we oh, grew sure. our – oh, man, we have so many cherry tomatoes off of yeah, one I you plant. talk about
1: that in the show. It, it, do sound, it does sound yummy. I took like yep.
0: 20, threw them in a pot with some olive oil, and then I poured the fresh eggs over the top and let it, the egg just yeah. – That that those cherry tomatoes, they just pop. There. I mm, diced so a religious.
2: zucchini from the garden and sautéed it with like uh red wine vinegar and salt. Dude, it was next level. I did. I put a sausage in there with it and kind of let the sausage <laughs> grease kind of kind of go. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> Man, it was good. That, that sounded really good. Yeah, that's the way to live. For sure. That's why I'm saying when people are
0: worried about there's, there's been food shortages, oil shortages, trucker shortages, gas stations are starting to run dry across the country. It's it's happening. They say it's not a gas shortage. It's a trucker shortage. I'm just like, say it all you want. Okay, I got I got some electric bikes, not too fast. I got electric car. We'll see how long that lasts. We're getting the solar panels and stuff. We have these backup batteries. When the power went out here, we immediately ran and plugged in all the backup batteries, and we're still able to do the show, even though the storm knocked out the power. Very exciting. But these batteries come with solar panels. You can lay out in the sun and plug in, and they they charge off solar. It's fantastic, and they're huge. If you only have like one panel set, it would take like probably three days to fully charge the box. But we actually have like I think we have like twenty four. So you lay them all out on the the ground in the grass, plug it in, and it charges up in an hour or two. And you can run AC off of it. You can run your washing machine. It's amazing. These things are fantastic. Do you run
2: multiple batteries through all, like 24 panels and like eight batteries? Can you have them all
0: plugged in? technically yeah but you it's not worth it to do it that way you just charge the one up then switch it over and switch it over and switch it over cuz you'll get some like um diminishing returns. Well I yeah. did
1: hear your discussion about gold on your uh, last show um and you know uh, a lot of people think about that when it comes to the kind of apocalypse scenario but you know your discussion of that was very uh, persuasive that that's not really where you want to go.
0: Well gold is where you, but but I don't think the apocalypse is going to happen. Yeah. Gold is excellent if you think there's going to be an economy. Right. Gold is valuable amongst among humans, but if if we're like talking Mad Max, right? What do you, what do you want gold for? <laughs> I, I guess you know you know what I mean. No, yeah, you ha-
1: it has. I mean, it's, it's it's useful as a medium of exchange in a, in a mar- at least marginally functioning um, society. But rather right. than that, it's like you know, food and water and,
2: and you know, weapons. And uh, yeah, we ha- yeah, yeah. we have been marginally functioning throughout the last four, six, eight thousand years, even though there's been catastrophe and war. Right. We still continue. Gold to, persists. To function. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying, like, if we nuke ourselves and it's like the last man on earth. You're gonna, you're not gonna trade someone gold. They're gonna be like, bro, I I don't need, I need water. Do you have water? I'll give you some bread. But even if like the the, there's a peaceful divorce and major conflict, gold and silver are, are are, in my opinion, for me, good bets. It's good to have, it's certainly good to have in reserve for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested in precious metals and uh, cryptocurrency. But you've got to balance it. Like, I'm not giving financial advice. I'm just saying, for me, I think it's important to have a balance between some different hard assets, stocks, and everything. Because we, were, I can't remember who you're we talking to. They said if the market collapses, then you need to have some liquid assets so you can move in and out. And and, and. yeah. But if you put everything in one basket, you know who knows what's going to happen. Well,
2: you got to be ready to pounce on assets if the market folds, basically. Yeah. With your with well, I think your, what people
1: realize yeah. in 2008,
0: 2009 is that you know essentially all all paper assets can go to hell like in one fell swoop. All right, we got this one from Dallamar. He says John Pierce, Matthew Purse was arrested today for entering the Capitol with a GoPro camera and press badges on friends are unsure of his status right now he was streaming on twitch and on d live covering the event he is going to need a lawyer
3: Mm.
1: so look i am here and i'm trying to help uh you know everybody uh everybody they can because a lot of people need help so uh so 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 reach out um you know each defendant's obviously in a different uh scenario in terms of uh you know the facts of of each case and um uh again there's some very
0: interesting things about january 6th uh it gets more interesting by the day yeah the 21.6 talk show said, talk show says, Tony Bobulinski. There That's he the name. That's the name. That's the name. Yeah. Tony Bobulinski. We were not actually that close. No, no. we
4: were way
2: off. You were, you were, you making it, you remember. Good. Yeah.
0: Pancake astronaut says, love the show, trying to create culture. If you could, sir, shout out my metal band, Mind Virus. There you go, Ooh, Mind you Virus. You just did. Huh? Yeah, right. All right. Let's see. Michael, schwobel says there is a video out there of trump supporters outside in maga hats asking the police why they're not stopping them huh yep seen it
1: that do, that does exist <clears throat> <clears throat> he's yelling
0: at the cop like what are you doing why aren't you yep. doing anything and the cops just like meh
1: that, that, and that man was fired up about it. Yes. I, I Those that. cops Dude, you were clearly. Know they
2: were ordered to stand down. No, no, no. Because if they had gotten into altercations and fought people, it would have been the worst optical.
0: There's video of the cops letting them in.
2: Yeah. They were ordered probably to not get involved and just be as well, passive there, as video be It's obvious t- that t- Donald, probably, it's obviously.
0: Donald Trump told all the police, you know, I'm the back the blue president. And they were like, you got it. And the oh. cops were like, we're going to make this happen.
2: Oh, that's another conspiracy. theory. Well, hold, hold
0: on. Hold on. It's not a conspiracy theory. Trump's like Trump was in. the president. Trump supports police. Police let people in and helped facilitate the insurrection. Let's round up all of these Capitol cops. Now, the cops that were defending the Capitol. OK, you guys are free to go. And the cops that refuse to intervene or open the doors. We got to have we, we got to get those cops rounded up and, and investigated, don't we? Hmm. I think that, uh, there's, from a factual standpoint, there is no question that that there were
1: Capitol Hill police that were not just letting people in, but were urging people to come in. And I think that there are, uh, very direct and tough cross-examination questions that need to be asked of each one of those individuals.
0: Let's see what we got. Um, Rob's antenna says, Tim, in tomorrow war, oh, spoiler alert for those that haven't seen tomorrow war, cause here <laughs> it comes. Tim, in tomorrow war, they need two jabs to kill the queen in the past when they could just have blown up the ship in the first place. That's correct. Yep. I, I did. So many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, know, I, like didn't get, I didn't get that deep in the analysis. All right. Later, we're isn't? going in. We're going in. You guys ready for this? Yeah. 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 Spoiler alerts to the umpteenth degree. For those who have not seen The Tomorrow War, <laughs> you're not going to want to hear this, but I am going to now, tear it to shreds. Do it. So The Tomorrow War, it's about a bunch of people. They're chilling. And then all of a sudden, a portal opens and people from the future come back to the past saying, we are losing a war against aliens. And we're going to draft people from the past to fight in the future because we're desperate. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess. Sure, it's kind of a weird weird plot, but I do appreciate the uniqueness of it. Alright, let's 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 talk about this. So Chris Pratt goes in for testing and they find out that he's gonna die in seven years. The war takes place in thirty years. They say, You've been drafted. They send him and a bunch of middle-aged people to the future. At some point, someone notes, you notice that all the soldiers that came to the past are very young, and all the people that go to the future are very old, and they go, Oh, They're trying to avoid a paradox so that someone in the past doesn't interact with themselves in the future and the people who come to the past haven't been born yet. And I'm like, oh, except in the movie, everyone's dead in the future. Everyone is. (laughs) It makes no sense to be like, he dies in seven years and go to war. There's only half a million people left on the planet. So why would they draft a bunch of old people when everyone's already dead? Now, who dies first? In the movie, turns out Chris Pratt... Okay, I'm I'm telling you, spoilers. (laughs) Just do it. Chris Pratt's daughter... (laughs) Is this little girl, and then he gets drafted into the future, and sure enough, the colonel in command, it's his daughter.
1: Oh, weird. She's pretty badass. He too. says, C- C-
0: Colonel, and she goes, Well, when you know, when people start, you know, getting knocked off, you wear a lot of names or whatever. Basically implying that you become colonel when everyone else is killed in yeah, the war. Which is promotion. to imply yeah. most of the soldiers are dead. Why would they draft a bunch of middle aged fat people like this fat guy <laughs> to go and fight in a war unless all of their frontline infantry had actually died already? Already, in which case people from the past who are actually in the military would be the ones to be drafted of course because they'd be like you're already dead in the future now we're going to take you and bring you into the fight in the future
2: it's it's, it's ridiculous but also what if they pulled someone's dad into the future and got him killed in war before he had the kid that was the soldier from the right, future right. it makes
0: no sense yeah oh. it makes no sense i i i assure you i could make a better movie not, i could
1: write a better story i'm not sure if it's because of it's getting late or not, but you're just
0: it's now like above your <laughs>
1: level. Your mind's moving faster than mine is on this. Oh, way. dude, I, <laughs> I,
0: I I already rewrote the whole movie after watching it. Yeah, yeah. I do this with I a lot of movies. I'm did. like, okay, i to rewrite the <laughs> plot. He he was a he was a military vet. It should have been shortly after. They should have been only drafting military. There's a whole lot that should have changed but, in that movie. But you will keep Chris Pratt.
1: In the oh, of the definitely, world. he's so good.
0: <laughs> and I thought and I thought the daughter uh, character was really
1: good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Chris
4: is the only reason to watch that movie, honestly. Yeah. Oh,
1: she She's was. So oh, weird. I just remember who I, where. I sorry, she, she was in Live Another Day uh, twenty four. Uh, the Jack Jack Bauer. Um, oh, interesting. She played the CIA agent in uh, London. Um, oh, yes, talented. that's right. That's where I recognize her from.
0: Zach Robinson says, "Is this enough to say I'm sorry? Never changed him. I can't believe you read that last night. When is the live chat coming with your live website streams? That would be fire. Free culture war discourse is the best discourse. You could even air at eleven and react to chat." We have a lot of plans, but it's just—I'll I'll break it down. You know, there's a lot of people who need to understand. Uh, there's no amount of money that can get you what you want if it doesn't exist, right? I was hanging out with this this dude, this YouTube guy, and uh, we were in DC, and uh, this was actually on uh, um, January 20th. It Trump's inauguration. This guy comes down, and uh, we were talking, and I said, "So, what did you fly in, fly in first class? You know, to get to, get down here?" And he laughs and goes, first class. I'm way beyond that." And I laughed, and I was like, "Oh, a private plane!" And he goes, "Dude, I took the train." And yeah. I started laughing. It's like, <laughs> what, what, how do you think you get from New York to DC? Do you like why would you spend five hours like going to get it? Like, just hop on the train. Oh, it's, it's, it's
1: much more relaxing to take. The you train. walk in, you oh, hop yeah, on the train, the train. It's right there. Yeah. Boom,
0: you're yeah. in DC. You're on the ground. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, there's no amount of money. Like, it, if you want to get a private plane, it still takes time to go to the airport, charter the plane, get the permissions, get on the runway. You're waiting in line." trains faster people don't realize this so here's what's happening with the website dev i can go to the developers and say i will give you all the money in the world and they say there's still only so much work a person can do in development you can't have 10 people designing one thing because then you've got a bunch of code conflicting with each other and no one knows what someone else is building so it actually has diminishing returns so there's like actually a happy medium of how many people you can have developing something so it takes a long time so we want to have website streams. We want to have... Uh, uh, so you can listen to the bonus podcasts. We're going to be doing audio-only versions with all the members' podcasts for people who want lower bandwidth and want to listen in, in areas without high speed and stuff like that. Uh, I think Rumble already offers a low-bandwidth version as well, but we want to do an audio-only. It's going to take a bunch of dev. So websites first, then the mobile app, but we're going to have a ton of crazy content. We're going to have like... We already have technically three shows. You have Tim Pool show, which is me monologuing teamcast IRL, which is the conversations. We have cast castle, which is the, the vlog. The next one we're doing is the unexplained and the paranormal and all that stuff. It's going to be epic and we're going to have a, uh, that should be starting up in the next month or so. And then we're going to be doing tech, gaming, all sorts of stuff. We're probably going to do like true crime, obviously, but we're gonna have a bunch of different shows. Dude, be I'm fantastic. so excited to do a tech, awesome. tech show. Oh yeah, but we need- Weird technology. So, so the interesting thing is I think there's an overlap with you, Ian, in like the unexplained show, but there's gotta be like the, the wild world of science with Ian kind of thing. You guys just gotta go crazy. So, so where, do, so where do you guys
1: stand on like the, you know, the UFO, uh, uh, revelations with the, these Pentagon videos? I, and, I
2: think they're really using it as an opportunity to, uh, raise money for the military right now as like a kind yeah. of a scare tactic, but also I've been studying these things called talking plasma balls that the military's been working on, where they'll coordinate lasers. Uh, three or more into the atmosphere to, to trisect them and create a ball of plasma, which is showing up on radar. And then they can move the ball around. And they're like, how does this, how can a ship even move like that? But it's tracking on radar. Yeah, it's like actual craft. I think it's Tesla tech that they've recovered and have been working on lightweight drones since the 30s or 40s.
0: You ever, you ever point a laser pointer at a wall when a cat was in the room and the laser pointer is moving like in ridiculous ways because you can just like move the light and the cat's just like freaking out like. (laughs) how is it doing this <laughs> that's what we're doing right now we're yeah. like look at these ships and it's probably like a guy with a flashlight he's like Duh. <laughs> no for like but you make that point with yeah, the plasma balls talking
2: plasma balls but
0: but even even if it's like plasma whatever it is it could literally just be that they're in a plane and it's a high powered visible laser moving and they're like how? and then it disappears and they're like whoa and it's like you're looking at a light dude Right. It's, how is it moving so fast and turning on a dime and going through clouds? And it punched a hole in the clouds. Yeah, high powered laser. How about that? But the that?
2: craft I'm really interested in, like, what are the materials that they make? Bob Lazar worked at Area 51, he saw, like, according to him, like, I don't know, nine different shapes of it. craft uh-huh. that apparently can move, and I have friends that are working, Jeremy Rist, the alien scientist, working on anti-gravity, that's a real technology. Like, if you create enough horizontal momentum, you can kind of negate vertical momentum and then move things up, so the, it's idea of spinning things super fast can create yeah, like a the ability helicopter. to lift and, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if air has anything to do with it. Alright, well let's read a little
0: bit more, cause I got, I gotta read this one. Michael, uh, Hyler's says, 458 SOCOM kills pretty much everything depending on range and load. Uh, if anyone's ever seen a 458 SOCOM, oh yeah, they're <laughs> massive. But uh yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Um, I, I, I don't know. Would a, would a, would a, would a Sabo slug and a 12 gauge work on a grizzly? Oh, I oh, imagine a sabo, it oh, would. Oh, Sabo.
1: If we can talk about tanks, I can tell you a Sabo round would take out a grizzly.
0: Well, For I sure. can't show it on camera, but uh we'll just yeah. You
2: know. What is the What is a Sabo exactly?
1: A, a, a Sabo round. uh A Sabo round is the well. That's one kind yeah, of. Sabo yeah, we're yeah, not gonna.
0: I'll look at it. later.
1: But, but a sabre round is the primary uh tank. I'm like showing you. Yeah, right. r- like I can't switch the camera <laughs> now. It's a, it's a primary tank killing round that another tank uses. Uh it's an armor piercing fin stabilized discarding sabre round with tracer which essentially means sabo is the french word for shoe. So essentially it's a it's a depleted uranium uh dart. Uh, it's almost like a long. I'm not r- talking uh, about that. Yeah. I'm just talking no, about I'm a talking slug from a shotgun. No, I'm talking about the big sabre round. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, that would definitely take that out the would Grizzly.
0: Take bear. Out bear. But but saber
2: shoe, so
0: it's a shoe, So it's it's well, in case and when you shoot it it breaks breaks out and the slug comes out. Correct. Do they always I,
2: have tracers in them, or is that just the military versions? Well, right. this, is a, this is a shotgun that's slug, that's so there's probably, no tracer in yeah. it. But
0: right. it's, it's a polymer tip, and it's going to put a 10-inch hole in something. I imagine it would harm a grizzly bear a great deal. Yeah. yeah. At least I'd— The tank round would definitively kill a grizzly bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were saying, yeah, someone says 12-gauge slug. Some people are saying 308. People are saying, show it. This is no. YouTube. We can't. We can only talk about it. Yeah, but to can. my right, there's some fancy stuff. It's oh man! Stuff. If only you could see. <laughs> Actually, there was a photo. People post photos when they go on the show, and you can see them on Instagram.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Luke got me a flintlock pistol. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not an FFL item. Uh, uh, an FFL item, I think. It's, it's st- stunning. It should, it's it should like, be on display somewhere. Yeah, it's. It's not a not a regulated not weapon. On I think. Screen.
1: <laughs> From like the colonial days, I mean, or the pirate. Yeah, days. Yeah, something like oh, yeah. that.
2: I don't know how old it is. Oh, well,
1: it's
0: a replica. Yeah, I Think. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. The Reaper Nation says, Hey, Tim, would you ever consider having Donut Operator on the show? Yes, we would.
4: Standing invite.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he seems great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin uh, Robillard just posted a bunch of gorillas. Uh-huh, oh, yes. oh, oh, yes, and we have a new shirt. Oh, oh,
3: yeah. uh,
0: this one's mostly for the skate park, dwelling <laughs> deniz- the skate park denizens. But uh, if you go to timcast.com and click Store, we have stickers mm-hmm. and shirts that it's the Gadsden Snake wearing a beanie on a skateboard and it says, Don't snake me, bro. So it's a play on, obviously, don't tread on me, and also don't tase me, bro. And it's <laughs> don't snake me. So in snake is a verb. In, in skateboarding or whatever, skate park culture, everybody kind of waits their turn. So there will be like a rail. And one at a time, people will take their turn. And you kind of just, you know, I'm going to sit back. It's, it's very anarchic. It's very anarchist. You know, you're letting people sort of do their thing. But eventually, someone just barges in <laughs> and snakes you. It's right. when you're about to go and they just cut you off and go and you're like, bro, don't snake me, dude. <laughs> so we made shirts and it's a little. That is the one piece of snake. swag I must have at some point yes. someday. like okay, so I want to get. I'm gonna amazing. get a bunch of the stickers. Yeah. But a lot. I, I posted it and a bunch of skateboarders are hitting me up on Instagram and they're like, yes, I want the shirt. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing in the skate park, don't snake Got me, the bro. Skate me on, I love it. So <laughs> much.
1: Yeah, because they do uh, it, man. They the, do it. The don't tase me, bro, videos just one of a don't kind. don't tase, tase me, bro, one <laughs> of a kind.
0: Yeah. Those are the days, huh? Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. Trick God says, Tomorrow War, you forget that Pratt's generation would be useless to the present trying to prepare for a future war. Recall that the present still needs to fight. I saw the best meme ever. Mm. It's Chris Pratt from the Tomorrow War holding his gun, which is which is a short-barreled rifle with magnification on it. And they're going through, like, why someone would be using this weapon. And then it's like... It's like someone from the I I can't break it down for you perfectly, but it's like someone from the future comes to the past and goes to a gun store and they're like, we need weapons to fight a war. And they're like, OK, so I'd imagine you're going to want, you know, like an <laughs> AR-15, you know, uh, standard. No, no, I want a short barreled rifle. OK, so it's going to be what a uh, short range. Nope. He's like, or then, then he's like, OK, so you're going to want like a red dot. Nope. Magnification. And they're like, huh. What? Okay, well, alright. So these things must be, uh, small and close. <laughs> nope, they're massive.
4: Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: And, and, and they move around so fast that you'd never actually be able to see them in those
0: circular, <laughs> like, no. magnification mm-hmm. things, cause you gotta line it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't hanged yeah. close, but you know what really bothered me about that movie is the infinite bullets they had. They did yeah, have, they did, they did, they did, they, they did not seem to have to reload they very never often. Reloaded if ever. See, this yes. is why I really That's like Stargate SG-1. They use P-90s. And they're often in a lot of close quarter situations, and they often are reloading. Yeah. And they, they actually explain P 90s and the fifty round. Uh, what what is what? Yeah, the the, the uh, magazine. I, I think I think, it's, I it's think the tomorrow, where producers
1: mm-hmm. are not going to be your biggest fans after tonight. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I uh, or you I, might
1: be bringing, or or maybe you know, maybe yeah, maybe bring, bring you a massive attention you. Yeah. yeah, massive. I I, th-
0: yeah. I think it really just is. It, it's like in um the Dark Knight. What did what did what did, what did uh, Harvey Dent say? He is the Batman. Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. filmed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So when he's talking to the guy in court, and then the guy's like, "I'm the I'm the real master, mastermind," you know, whatever the guy's name is, a fall guy. Then Harvey Dent walks up to him and he pulls out the gun. It clicks, and then Harvey grabs the gun, disassembles it, and then he says, "Like Chinese made 28 caliber. <laughs> if you want to assassinate you, you know, a, 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 a USDA, I suggest you buy American." And then, but he, I think he said 28 caliber or something. And I, I, I saw that, and, you know, b- before I knew anything about guns, it never meant anything to me. Then I rewatched it, and I heard him say that, and I was like, 28, is that what he said? Huh. I looked it up, and all I found were forums of people saying, like, what? What is, what is, what is this? <laughs> like, why would we, Why would they do that? Funny. And some people speculated that the producers did it on purpose, like purposefully. Like a 555 phone number? No, like mm-hmm. they knew gun people would make a thing of it
1: don't you also think with, with some of the movies that are on uh let's say the streaming platforms like netflix and amazon that sometimes they're trying to get the content out like so fast yeah, that they I'm, don't put the same kind of like I'm, time into things that they used to I, I, was, oh. I
4: think that's what happened with the tomorrow war that was a conclusion i reached because i watched it too and i reached a lot of the same conclusions tim did and i was watching it and i was like i bet tim is over analyzing every single bit of this <laughs> stupid movie but at least chris yep. pratt is in it that's yeah. why i watched it or that is say true Ian? and
2: correct Oh, I saw this movie, some Roman show about the Romans, and they were like handling, they were getting charged by the barbarians, and they were like, testudo, and they all went into their their arrow protection testudo turtle form, where they're like, <laughs> yeah, I like but that. it's not how you handle a charge at all. You'd get wiped out if you were in testudo formation, and so they, they, then the charge came, and they were like falling on top of their, just. So, and all the comments like, what, who, what historian <laughs> is on staff with this movie crew that
0: told not them a testudo? So we, we, we've got a, we've got a pretty tough question for you Uh before, before we sign off. Um, I I, I was surprised there wasn't one yet, but. Oh no, there's a bunch of them, but I'm just. (laughs) You're being very diplomatic. Curating through
1: them.
3: Thank you.
0: Yeah, 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 but this one, of course, pertaining to Kyle Rittenhouse, and, uh, I, a lot of people want to know. They Mm -hmm. say that you've been accused of taking money from Kyle Rittenhouse, and they'd like to know if you have a response.
1: Uh, so, so that's completely untrue. Um, you know, and I'm just gonna leave it at that because, you know, there could be pending litigation about that, but that's completely a thousand percent, uh, untrue and never do such a thing. And I wish nothing but the best for Kyle and he's completely innocent and needs to be, uh, acquitted.
0: I do wanna say one thing to a lot of people too that you need to understand and I'll, and I'll throw a reference to Carl Benjamin and Akhil Hughes's lawsuit. Sargon of, Sargon of Kyle, you may know him, um, he got sued and he kept his mouth shut about what was going on and let the courts handle it. Ultimately he won. I'm not saying anything about this or whatever that case may be, but I think there is something to be said for people who say I'm going to keep it you know, quiet. We're going to let the courts figure things out and for people who go on social media and start saying this is what happens, what happens, what happened, not to say anybody's right or wrong. But I think it's important that especially in things like this, look, I'll just put it this way. I've got my fair share of litigation and I don't I never talk about it. I and people try to drag me into it. You can't. You don't bring it up. It is a fool is a foolish move to get into that stuff publicly. Don't do it. But uh a lot of people were of course asking it, so we're going to save that one for for, for last fair before we sign enough. off. Um we don't we don't shy away from from the hard questions. I read people smack talking me. I try to as well because we want to keep it real, I guess. So sure. uh yeah, everybody who who watched and hanging out on these Friday nights, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like button, subscribe to this show, and become a member at TimCast.com because, boy, are we expanding. The new website is so cool. I wish I could just put it up now because of how amazing it looks, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And I think we're going to have like five or six, I think we're going to have six writers, six reporters to start. It's going to be fantastic. So you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at TimCastIRL. We're on TikTok, TimCast underscore IRL. And you can follow me personally at Timcast basically everywhere else. And uh we 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 will have the Cast Castle vlog up tomorrow at nine A. M. So you this I, I think this is the best episode ever. This is the best vlog we've ever done. It's the fourth of July special. We're on boats. There's animation in it. I was. I'm super excited for this. Uh, uh, Kent, who does the all the editing work and everything, just hit this one out of the park. So definitely make sure you go to youtube. dot com slash castcastle. Subscribe to that. And tomorrow morning you can watch our silly Fourth of July adventure. We had a blast. We made ice cream and cheesecake, and we have throwing axes, and it's just all sorts of shenanigans. And we make fun of Seamus Coglin of Freedom Tunes. Oh, oh you Seamus. Should. We love you. Uh, did you want to shout anything out, John? Uh No. Look, it was. It, uh, awesome to be here, of
1: course. Uh, Please go to nclu.com. We need support to help people whose constitutional rights are being violated. We really, really do. Um, So thank you for having me. Uh, It's great fun.
2: If people want to get in touch with you to work with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, Sure. So on uh,
1: Twitter, um, I am CaliKidJMP. If they're interested uh, in supporting the NCLU, they can go to nclu.com and they can reach out to the email address uh, info at nclu.com and we'll receive those. It's really good talking to you, man. Thanks awesome around.
2: thank you so much you guys can follow me at iancrossland.net and hit me up at iancrossland on social media looking forward to talking to you
4: thank you guys all very much for hanging out on this friday night instead of going and doing fun crazy stuff i know it's super hot so stay safe you guys are more than welcome to follow me on twitter at sour patch Lids as i attempt to have more followers and sour patch kids
0: we definitely need to do a show on comics video games and culture because like I got so much to say about tomorrow war. Oh, I we're going to go and right right and and games and, and and D&D. We're planning on doing a D&D show for sure. A weekly D&D show is going to be a blast. We are we actually talked about this a while ago about finding a dungeon master to like help put together really interesting oh, dungeons scenari- and dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, uh, yeah that's my generation. But but yeah, there's well, interesting things so. we can do with it in terms of politics like having someone drop a scenario pertaining to American political conflict but in the but in a, like a D&D kind of game. Tomorrow we're going to go see Black Widow came out uh, i think uh today i think it's a midnight showing and there's so much i'm gonna have to say about it we got to do we got we got it we got to put together a new podcast for culture and stuff too so we got we got a lot coming it's all thanks to all of you who are members at timcast.com the site is expanding rapidly and everyone who signs up when that money comes in i just think about how many more people we're going to hire to do awesome stuff and so thank you very much thanks for hanging out we'll see you all next time bye guys Plus.